Where's the guy get the music? Oh, no, no, man. man. Every week, every week, we got to go through this, Pete. Kind of like what that is tonight. Do you? I know that's that's actually for the opener. Oh, octopus. Look like you know some octopus. I messed that one up. I messed that one up, guys. How are you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. Me too. I'm very excited. I am too. I'm very excited tonight. We have a preseason game coming up in a couple days. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got some awesome guests lined up for tonight. I cannot wait to hear what they have to say. And it's always great to see you guys. There's something I want to talk about kind of as we start the show, which is that the Bears changed their logo, their their primary logo from the sea to the bear. So that'll be something interesting to talk about. Maybe our first guest, Glenn Morgan, from NBC Sports knows a little bit more about that. Glenn? I'm sorry, Glenn. See, this is this is our first show with Walt as being our producer. So I need to actually acknowledge that. Our new producer moving forward is Walter Besky. We are excited to have you as part of our team, Walt. So sorry for for uh screwing that one up. I'm a little nervous tonight. This is weird. How are you guys feeling? Oh shucks. You guys nervous? No. Okay. No. I'll take off your energy then. How about uh, <laughs> Walter? Let's kick this shit off. Bears country. Where is it? That would be CP. That would be CP. You know what BCP? You know what BCP? You know what BCP? You know what BCP? This is a pre-approved opening dance. By PJ, Buster. <laughs> Taking liberties again, dude. You looking like an he looking like an octopus doing that, man. Stop, just stop, bro. <laughs> Got those tentacles going. What time, man? We don't have enough time left in our lives for this to be worked out. Four days ago, he he approved that one. That's not fair. I was like, my new dance for the opener because you approved it. You had good rhythm last week. I don't know what happened this week. You started getting the fingers involved like like you got some tentacles going. All all three of us just opened like that, and then we just did like a... (laughs) (laughs) It looks like like a 3D thing from Second City (laughs) TV back in the 70s. <laughs> you ever see any of those people? <laughs> right. John Candy and uh, Eugene Levy. <laughs> no, after after Monday's show, when we did the midnight special, I thought that that was the new dance. I, I was so excited. It was it was pre-approved. It was approved on the show live by PJ. Well, so I thought that yeah. would be the new. That's the new opener. Fortunately, dance. you don't get another crack at it till next week. Yeah. <sighs> But here's the thing. Here's the thing. What did we talk about last night, though? Walter, remember what I told him? Told you last night. What's your lane? Being at the bar. 
That's your lane. Not on the dance floor. Sitting at the bar. Yeah. That's your lane. I did not meet my wife on the dance floor. That's correct. See? Yes. Got to go with what you know. <laughs> exactly. And it ain't dancing. But guys, I'm excited tonight because we have our new producer. Walter is producing the show. Walter, Walter Broski, Walter Besky. You know, there's only so much that your wife can do to produce your show. There's only so long she can go before she just gets sick and tired of hearing you and your buddies talk about bears. So um, we have Walt has joined the team. We're very excited to have you. Thanks for joining us, Walt. Um, you're welcome. to. I mean, just jump, jump in any time. Let's. In fact, why don't you come in right now? Say hi to everybody, man. What's up, guys? Walter! What's up, Walt? Like you said, he ditched the house. He's got the chair now. He's good to go. Man, <laughs> got the bear shirt on. He ready. Good Absolutely. to go. Appreciate you being part of the team, Walt. This is going to be um, awesome moving forward. Yeah. A little bit left. from here. Yes. Yeah. A little bit less off of our shoulders makes it a lot easier for the show. So we appreciate you. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Oh, guys, you, guys, I'm very excited to uh, bring on our first guest, uh, Glenn Morgan from NBC Sports Chicago. He's a draft analyst, and um, I'm I appreciate his work. He's he's always got amazing things to say when he when he speaks. You just are entranced in what he's saying. So I'm excited to bring him on. Well, let's bring on our first guest, Glenn Morgan. So, guys, Glenn. Glenn, welcome here, man. Welcome, Glenn. Welcome. Thank you. I'm sorry, too much head right there. I did the 3D thing like you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of my dance? Come on, now. What do you think? How about those bears? Wow. <laughs> Great. So, season takes off. It's and those bears are pretty good, aren't they? <laughs> so, you guys know we're doing a new show now. Yeah, it's the Glenn PJ Foster hour, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's, good stuff. That's good stuff. I got pulled within what seven <laughs> minutes of the show. It's great. Surprised you made it that far. <laughs> Seriously, Glenn, it is an honor to have you on the show. Thank you very much. I know you have a busy schedule with uh, your job, NBC. And it's, it was actually worked out perfectly that you could join us tonight. So yeah. thanks for joining us. No, thanks, guys. Hey, hey, I guess it was meant to be, right? So, uh, yeah, I appreciate the guys extending yourselves out to uh, allow me to be part of this group today. So let's, let's have some fun. My first question to you tonight is, do you like fish and spaghetti? What kind of fish? Fried catfish. As long as it's not fried hard, I'm all good. So you would actually eat it with fish? You have have the meal together of oh. fish and spaghetti. Well, yeah, I'm from the south side of Chicago, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually thinking about doing fish and spaghetti. <laughs> my, my, my wife's family's from Louisiana, so so yeah, most definitely. We were doing a, a marathon during the draft, and uh, it was the sixth round. The Bears weren't picking, so it was just a lull. And PJ goes, "What are you guys having for dinner tonight?" And we're like, "I don't know." He's like, "I was thinking about having fish and spaghetti." Yeah. He said it just like this. Go ahead and play it, Walt. I'm actually thinking about doing fish and spaghetti. Yeah. That makes and sense to me. You got the I, hot sauce, Louisiana hot sauce, and Tabasco. Louisiana hot sauce. Okay. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank so wait, you. Follow-up question. So, okay. So, PJ, you're on to something here. I tried I'm to tell you. It. I'm, I'm going to try it. 
we're getting more and more people on your side. We need to like keep a check mark. It's still got like count that I do fish now. and mascaccioli instead most of the time or not. The spaghetti makes it keep it simple, you know. Follow -up. The quick follow-up question, Glenn. How about um fish jello? I'm gonna stop talking to you if you're gonna keep cursing at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was cruel and unintended. You know, unintended. <laughs> that, just, that was cruel and unusual. That, that, yeah, that's uh, an odd one. That's that's uh. Yeah. That's, okay, that's so those are there. two odd ones mar marked <laughs> off the list for me. One's becoming less and less odd. One day, I'm soon. I'm gonna try catfish and, and spaghetti just oh, for you, PJ. Oh, you got to. You know what? If you get it, really, the best time to get it is during Lent. I'm not certain anyone's religious theological background, so to speak, but it's right as the Catholics go, uh, you know, February, March, right after, I think it's uh, that Tuesday, I think, or whatever, when Lent begins, somewhere around that time. And uh, right. every Friday, man, fish, fish and uh, spaghetti, man. Let a little piece of white Wonder Bread on the side if you really want to go back to throw back to the 70s. Okay. <laughs> and uh, have hot sauce there and have your nice lemon, you know, a nice tea if you want to, or an adult beverage if you so choose. And yeah. that's, that's, how you, that's how you do it, man. You know, if you're a kid, you get your nice little you know, Sprite, seven up, something like that, a cold, whatever. See, you're, I, winning. you're winning, PJ. He, PJ sent me a picture of the meal he made that night. It looked amazing. Yeah. If you really want to clown, you get it and you put it in a styrofoam container. That way you take it to go. See, see, now we're talking. Now we're talking. See, I don't want to. I don't want to hit him with that one yet. But see, oh, man, that's it. Can you put some Hawaiian rolls in there too? Man, Hawaiian rolls. That's it. See, I. You know what? I, I tell you guys. <laughs> he took himself out. <laughs> Is he going? To I'm eat? done for the night. You know what I'm saying? I'm just done. He's like, I win. I win. I'm out. You guys have a good job. Quit nodding your head again, huh, <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. You're gaining more and more traction every day with that, PJ. I'll, I'll give you that. Most people of African descent in the Midwest, that's a meal for us. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, when we when he said I live I currently live in Atlanta right now. I'm from Chicagoland, okay. uh, north northwest suburbs, but uh, I live in Atlanta now. And so the joke on the show during the draft was, you know, that everyone eats that. And so they're like, you you're in the south. Yeah, you're in the south, dude. <laughs> well, I pulled like, up a menu from a, a southern place down the road that's been there forever. Yeah. And I'm like, there's no spaghetti on this list, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we determined it was a it was a north. It was like a Midwest. Southside, you know, Illinois thing. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Awesome. Every, per, every, every black person that you ask from the Midwest, they all have all agree. They have. I'll give you that. <laughs> Thus far. I'm going to slow clap on that one. It's, yeah. <laughs> right? it's it, it, now, I'm finding, and this is your fault, PJ, because I, I have friends from the south suburbs and stuff, and I've right. asked them only because of this conversation has been going on so long, and it's, they're Hispanic, they're white, they're African-American, they all eat it. South, <laughs> south and southwest suburbs. It's just people through my church group, but it is what it is, man. Church. 
Right. Church, of, Church of Bowling. I, th I thought you guys were a bowling team at first. You know, you're just looking for like <laughs> first in the club on the weekends and stuff. So, but, yeah. Bowling Club of Peoria. Excellent. Let's take I'm a quick second to acknowledge our chat here tonight, guys, real quick. We appreciate yeah. everyone for joining us tonight. Doug Van Dorn, Leo Factor, Chips Ahoy Boy, Cliff Victoria, Josh Wangler. Walter, well, Walter's Walter's our producer. He's in there too. Brian Gilmore, Mark Kazak. Yes, we appreciate sir. you guys so much for joining us. Thank you very much for hanging out with us tonight. Truly appreciate it. STC, Leo Factor. Yes. Yes, and STC. Brian Gilmore. I, don't yep. know if I did say that. Okay. A moment to uh, issue an apology to uh, Doug Van Dorn. You were right, Doug, uh, when it came to Yannick or Yannick, he has played in the Bears system before. I was wrong. I thought he didn't. So after hearing his interview, he said he played in this system in uh, Oakland or Las Vegas before. So you were right, Doug. I was wrong. My apologies. While you're giving apologies, I'm going to, I'm going to, I have a bone to pick with Doug Van Dorn. Uh oh, it feels like, it feels like he doesn't want anybody to know that he actually follows bcp because every time i say hi to him in chat he never if we're in another bears chat i always say hi to him he never even acknowledges i'm there I'm like i try to do the same thing every though, chat so that's my bone with you doug you got to say hi to me in the next chat we see each other in so guys i know that pj you want to interrogate glenn morgan right now so i'll let you start asking the questions because that's your job thank you i appreciate that okay glenn uh what got you interested in doing broadcasting? Hmm. Give you a slow softball for that first. Really? That that's like the hardest question. I don't even know how I can answer that one. That's I'm still trying to figure that out. <laughs> still don't have the answer to that one. Uh, yeah, good question. Well, uh, ironically, or I don't know if it's ironically or funnily, I know I'm making up a word there. Um, when I was a lot younger, I thought I wanted to be an architect really enjoy drawing and what have you. And um, then I got to high school and then I um, realized I didn't understand a goddamn thing about geometry. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, this architect things is not going to work. Um, for whatever reason, I took four years of, of math in, in high school. And, and, you know, I said, look on your resume. I don't know why I was in calculus because I pretty much cheated my way through our trig. So. <laughs> So at some point when I was going to graduate, I realized, you know, I wish you do something that has not, not, not a lot to do with math. Uh, yeah, and right uh, I, I had done some theater in high school. Uh, my oldest sister's a lawyer. Um, and I kind of thought I'd go into psychology. And I, I ran that past my folks. And uh, they were kind of helping me with the finances to some degree. And they said, hell no. We're not paying for that. <laughs> so I was like, well, what can I lie to them about and convince them? You know, and so I said, you know, hey, you know, just like uh, my big sister, Karen, yeah, I'll go into law and I'll go to communications because, you know, you got to be able to communicate and, and speak and all those kind of things. And so, and then I thought a little bit of, and ESPN was kind of burgeoning around that time. So uh, I said, you know, yeah, go to maybe sports broadcasting, maybe or something like that. Although I didn't do any journalism in high school, I didn't write for a newspaper, nothing like that. Uh, so I kind of talked myself into communications to, to answer your question uh, okay. to some degree. And then went to University of Tennessee and uh, 
was there for several years, didn't finish there. <laughs> uh, came back home and said, you know what, art, art's calling to me. I should have done my first love a long time ago. And, and I, I, I made a portfolio and went to the Art Institute, Chicago, Chicago Art Institute, and got really? accepted. Yeah, got accepted. And wow. uh, after about two weeks, I realized I enjoy drawing. I don't love drawing like for vacation. It's a whole different level of commitment. I said, you know what? I should probably just go back to what I started. <laughs> and so I said, yeah, I just got to get a degree, you know. And so I, I, I went back to school. And ironically, when I got back to school, my, one of my instructors, he was kind of like an adjunct teacher at the time. He actually was at Tennessee the same time I was. So I'm like, OK, I've, I've, I've squandered years of my life here. <laughs> But it was kind of cool. And I, I said, you know what? I'm not that I'm always looking for signs, but I caught it. I, I thought of a kind of a kismet kind of moment, kind of a karmic thing. And I said, let me see where this goes. And so I kind of uh, applied some of the stuff from theater to my love for uh, sports to things in broadcasting were just interesting, especially television broadcasting. Um, but the idea maybe, you know, possibly movies, you know, your, your mind has all these fancies. And then right. um, I, I was going to be behind, you know, be a director and, and of that sort. And uh, then it turned into an internship. And at the internship, I was working at a, a local cable company. And there's a difference between access, public access and local origination. Public access, the public, the people who live in that community, they have access to the equipment. They can kind of do their own thing. Local origination, people actually pay to make shows for the community that they service. Okay. Uh, so this was a local origination situation and I interned there and then I got part time job there. And one day someone didn't show up. You know, that's how the story goes. It's like, hey, you know, we just want to interview at this local whatever, whatever. Do you mind being in front of the camera? I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? You know, like who's really going to be watching this? <laughs> you know. <laughs> And I'll never forget it. One of my first interviews was with what was with a monkey. It's one of those like spider monkeys that sit on your shoulder or, yeah, like, yeah. or whatever. And it was like some kind of fest for I think Madison, I think it was the South Suburb of Madison and um, Illinois. And uh, you know, it was just I'm talking back and forth, I was having fun with it. And then it turned out became the the the, the host for it regularly. Uh, then that turned into doing some uh, sports broadcasting for like high school game of the week type stuff as color commentary and. Uh, and, um, you know, kind of often running in that, run, running in circles, really, at, at that point, but still running. Right. And uh, then an opportunity opened up at uh, Foxport, Chicago. Um, and again, this is still behind the camera, though. Everything's behind the camera. And um, started working there. And that's kind of a really long answer to your question. Uh, but right. it's kind of a security. That's what PJ wants. <laughs> kind, of, kind of a securitist route uh, to that. And uh, as far as doing things in front of the camera, I've always been inclined to do those things, uh, to want to do those things. Uh, as much as sometimes I like to keep to myself, I, I enjoy uh, talking. If to know me, people who know me, when it comes to sports, particularly football, you know, we, we talk for the next five hours and yeah. I'll just I'll just be getting going. You know, I'll just I'll just be starting up. So uh, I have two, two, four siblings, uh, two brothers, two sisters. I'm the youngest of five. And my two older brothers uh, played uh, college and high school football and uh, just grown. And everyone's a lot older than me. I'm a blizzard baby. So, <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Yeah. So my, mom and dad, they already had, you know, two of each. I'm pretty sure they were set. And I don't think they <laughs> really wanted another mouth. So I'm a, I'm a product of a, of a good blizzard. And uh, so 
just on Saturdays and Sundays were always big for me watching sports with my brothers, particularly football, and uh, even more so even college football than pros. Uh, my brothers would always uh, be able to tell someone's size just by looking at the TV, like, oh yeah, he's about 6'2", 235. Oh man, you know, he ran a 4'6". So that that kind of verbiage and the lexicon kind of just right. kind of became part second nature in a lot of ways. And so I um, just enjoyed doing that. And then, like I said, my older sister's a lawyer, but my father was a great debater in the family, i.e. he doesn't lose a debate, you know? So you always had to have like 10 ways to prove that he was wrong or that you were right. <laughs> depending on your point of view. Uh, the, schools, the schools I went to are really good at teaching you how to critically think and how to put words in the context and how to support your answers with more than one. So all these things kind of uh, were part of, you know, just growing up. And so when it comes to sports uh, and, and talking, it's, it's not so much that I have to feel that I'm right about something. It's more so, hey, this is how I see it. Let me show you these different ways that I'm seeing something and then you know share it with you and, and then what do you think you know so it's not so much about being right and wrong that of course you're going to get into situations where people are going to debate you and stuff so that being said but that's like my primary thrust is not so much about being right as much as i'm just excited to share these right. points of view with you now what what was Hold your on a second you don't you don't get a follow-up question to that i don't i, don't... Oh. I got a follow-up question okay. you so i went to american academy of art right across the street from you in, oh, the, okay. in the mid 90s nice nice are we in that same era uh i i was there for two i suppose two weeks for like um it was like yeah it was it was like 90 maybe maybe 90 yeah it's about 94 95 somewhere yeah, it was 95 yeah. yeah yeah i had a guy i worked we with have been like Robert passing Gordon. each other on the street then while we were like getting lunch or something it's crazy no for the two weeks I was there, I'm sure we bumped into each other like ten times. Oh yeah, probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. It might have, it might have happened. That's what a small world. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Go ahead with your P, with your follow up, PJ. Your follow up question, PJ. Well, he likes to twenty seven part questions. So I love your passion. Thank you. Thank you. I just what? One... Let's do this, PJ. Speed it up. Okay. <laughs> this is gonna be quick. Sure. What was your one moment? that you knew like, hey, this is my profession. This is it. This is what I'm meant to do. What was your one moment to solidify that for you? Still waiting for it, BJ. Really? Yeah, to be, wow, be quite okay. honest with you. Um, okay. It's, uh, I'll answer this more quickly than the last question. Uh, I've been with NBC Sports Chicago in various iterations. Prior to that, it's Comcast Sportsnet, so pretty much the same okay. thing. Um, but my, 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 my employee there was as a cameraman. You know a studio technician um so there wasn't anything in front of the camera uh that really didn't avail itself until really maybe the last year year and a half maybe 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 shorter than that maybe the last nine months to a year um a lot of times you know it's funny our anchors they might be caught in the middle of something and they need a quick answer about something and it got to a point they would just look at me and be like do you know <laughs> you know or, or like or or necessarily you know but glenn who's the running back for such and such such as I'm like, oh, that's so-and-so. He went to Virginia Tech back, blah, blah, blah. And he's blah, blah, blah. They're like, oh, okay, great. You know, and it got to the point that sometimes, you know, I was beating the people typing it into the computer. Not that I was trying to race them, but, you know, we're on live TV and they need a, a, an answer pretty quick. 
and they want to be able to trust. And again, like I told you guys before we began this, if I didn't know something, I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to try and pretend. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to fool anybody, let alone anyone else. So, so yeah, Matt. So recently, uh, PJ, it, it, it got to a situation where uh, someone took a chance on me. Uh, I think due in part to a lot of the conversations that he and I had you know, personally, individually. Uh, he was new to the company, so I think sometimes what happens, people, they're so used to seeing you in one light, they don't see anything as other than. And he, him being so much more new, he was just like, um, "Yeah, dude, like, yeah, sure, like, I, I, I need some content and you know, break glass in case of emergency." <laughs> so, and so he gave me a shot, you know, uh, to fill some time, and I, I guess, I guess it did well enough so that the, I still have a job. They haven't fired me yet. There you go, man. Good for you, man. Good for you. I'm serious. Thank you. That's awesome. That's a great story. It's it's just kind of the classic American story yes. about how things just happen. A child yeah. squandering all the benefits that his parents gave him. Yes, it's classic American. <laughs> classic American story. Yes. No, no child knows what their parents is doing to them while they're doing it. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool, though. I love that. I love PJ. I love this because like every guest, we get we get a backstory that most people don't know that we don't even know. Right. Almost every guest that we have on, we let PJ do this, and it every week there's a great story, and yours is another great story, man. It really is. You're being generous, but thank you, Foster. No, thank, it's, thank it's a so it's a backstory. It, sure. it gives the viewer. I, okay, I'll go on me. It gives me a little bit of a glimpse into what you went through to be where you are today. And, and people don't they don't see that we never get to see that or hear about it so you right. know it's it's hard to understand somebody it's much easier to understand where a person's coming from if you've got a little taste of what they had to go through to be where they're at at least for me it is. no so I, I, I appreciate I, you giving the honest answer oh yeah next no. next thing he'll be looking in your medicine cabinet <laughs> boundaries man boundaries <laughs> right yeah. he hasn't said we're, we're trying we're working on it hey they just keep me the living dance, dancing. just keep me the living <laughs> well, I, I have a question for you as we get into bears because we do have an, we uh we have nick rody who is waking waiting in the background we'd like to bring him on kind of with you um because i'm sure he has some questions for you as well and then we also have, uh, like you in chat, if you have any questions you would like to uh, star for later for Glenn to ask or answer, I should say, um, please do that as well. Um, my first question to you, Glenn, involving mm -hmm. the Bears is, I saw you on um podcast a couple of weeks ago talking about um, running back salaries and what it would take for, uh, like, basically the running back position is their salary has diminished they're they're never going to you know make any more than they're pretty much making now they're not they used to be the darling of the nfl years ago yeah you know you know kind of ended with uh kajana carter and then <laughs> later on with uh ladanian tomlinson um but i have a solution to you that i would like to present to you i should say for a way that we can bring back the running back position so that they can be highly paid Okay. So the, uh, right now, as you know, you know, back in the seventies, eighties, you know, it was a running game and the running backs dominated. And then even though it was really in the eighties, when the quarterback started to take over the game and dominate, you know, Marino, um, Montana, mm -hmm. you started to get into the nineties with young and Aikman and so on and so forth. And, uh, people start giving crap to, um, 
Emmett Smith having a great offensive line and then the running back position diminishes. So now we're in the, we're in this age where the passing game is the top thing. So we're pretty much playing mostly nickel defenses because there's so many wide receivers on the field and blah, blah, blah. So my question to you is if we brought back the T formation <laughs> and started running the ball with three running backs, two running backs and a fullback and a running quarterback, if we just stocked up that running back room with uh -huh. just studs and just ran the ball down their throat with four personnel. How you think it's possible? Come on. No, but to your <laughs> to your point, <laughs> to your point, if we if we can go back a little bit, not too far, to when Atlanta under uh, Matt Ryan as, as the quarterback made it to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. uh, they were doing a lot of 12, 13 personnel. You know, they, they had a lot of double tight end sets, triple tight end sets, one running back, one wide receiver, and they were killing people. I mean, they, their offense was on fire, right? Yeah. And, and a big part of that was the fact that you didn't know if they were running or passing. They could do everything out of that formation. So you had to have tight ends that obviously could, could block and, and, and catch with equal aplomb. But, you know, the running backs were versatile, and they could run and catch the ball. And Matt Ryan was a very accurate quarterback. He he kind of had a, such a, a ignominious end, you know, to his career with, with the Colts. But to me, he was borderline Hall of Famer, and he at least has one MVP, so he has that argument. Uh, but the Atlanta Falcons was doing something similar to what you're saying, to where the focus wasn't so much on, you know, airing it out like we see some teams do, where you spread everyone out. They had a lot of tight formations, and they were still generating a lot of offense. So, um, not to the degree but, that but you're saying. But the quarterback won the MVP that year. He did. He did because <laughs> you, because you, right because you could pass you know you could pass out of the formation too you know so but the, the great thing and this is you know football hasn't changed so much it's it's evolved it's very it's multi layered and it, there's complexities to it no doubt but it's still football at the end of the day and play action is play action and if, if you think I'm running and you create that organic space because you come up thinking it's a run. And I got a quarterback that's accurate. There's that space in the middle of the field. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and it's exactly what Matt Ryan and that Atlanta Falcons team did. And they should have won that damn Super Bowl. I and mean, they really should have. I mean, it's just ridiculous. coaching got in the way, just bad decision making. But they, that was one of the more dynamic teams that I can recall seeing that didn't spread it out, but could right. attack you running and passing with with, with uh, equanimity. So, so yeah, man, um, to your point, not so much, but <sighs> We're gonna. We're, hey, I'll, I'll say this. It's just my opinion, obviously. Uh, as I'm saying it's just my opinion, but I, I believe we're gonna see a lot of 12 personnel with this this Bears team. And and getting Mercedes uh, Lewis recently even signals that hammers that home to me even more so because you know we led the league in rushing last year. We were one of the worst. We were the worst team in the league last year, record wise. Thank you, Lucky Smith. But we were the worst team in the year, you know, last year. But we led the league in rushing, and it's not like everyone was confused about whether or not we we're going to run. We, we weren't passing. So every game they knew that's all we could do was run. And they still couldn't stop us. Now, granted, Justin got like a third of those 3,000 yards by himself. But still, they knew he was going to run. They weren't able to stop it. So just think about how much more dynamic this offense can be this year going forward. And this is once the continuity, you know, and, and team, you know, the teammates can gel and they get some consistency amongst themselves and some chemistry, so to speak. But just how much more effective they're going to be with that running attack that we've had, with better blocking that we didn't have last year, and with receivers who can actually get open, stay open, be open, and be efficient and effective downfield. It, it can be, you know, you, your mind really starts to get excited about it. 
granted, it's still early and, and what have you, but this is what we're talking about. It's still football. And Iberflus is a defensive coordinated coordinator, excuse me, has a defensive mindset. They tend to be a bit conservative, generally speaking, but they also play a brand of football that here in Chicago we we understand more so. It's like we don't have to be super fancy. We need to be efficient, effective. Defense needs to kick your ass. Special teams need to get the ball in the right place so that we don't have to go 80 yards every time. And mm-hmm. then you play catch up and let our defense just wail on you. That's that's pretty much you know how we've had success here. I, I don't see that changing too much. Lovey Smith did the same thing. I see Eber Flues doing something very similar. But it is 2024 or 2023, excuse me, going into 2024 forward. You're going to have to be able to pass the ball. Yes. You're going to have to be able to pass the ball. So out of all the rookies, which one rookie do you think? So, the, so, so wait, real quick, that's a no for the, the T formations not coming back, right? Yeah, I was really trying to, you know, gently You're say trying no. trying to butter me up to be yeah. nice. I get it. I get it. Yes. I get it. The first word you said was no. That was my uh, diplomatic answer to your question. Yes, yes. So, so out of the rookies, which one do you think is has the best upside that no one's talking about that we have yet to see out of all our rookie class? Uh, you know, I, I, who aren't we talking about with the rookies? I mean, either we're so starved for content and, and so excited with the Bears, I think we've pretty much touched on every rookie, but if there's one that can probably surprise and surprise, and when I what I mean by that is that means a lot of playing time, a lot more playing time than, than we would have expected, and and also having a positive effect on the field to where we're seeing him um, in various situations, not just on third down or not just you know on first down. We're, we're seeing him being used multidimensionally. I think that's Terrell Smith, you know. Okay. Um, the okay. cornerback out of, out of Minnesota. Okay. Uh, he's actually right now, I mean, he's, he's kind of challenging. I think, you know, if you go back two weeks ago, two and a half weeks ago, everyone's like, okay, it's going to be Johnson on one side and Stevenson on the other. Maybe not, you know, or or Stevenson may start, but doesn't mean he'll have more playing time or maybe Smith will start or, or those these, these guys are battling out, which is great for us, which is great yes. for the team because it's, it's just going to build a, a stronger defense and depth, you know. Um, so, so yeah, but I think Smith is that guy that no one's really talking about um, that will actually do something. Now, there's a, a okay. couple of rookies no one's talking about, but they may or may yeah. not do anything. They may find themselves right. on the practice squad. But I think Smith will be that guy. And, and I, I don't recall which, you know, podcast I was on or, or, or a football night in Chicago segment, but uh, someone asked me, I said, I said both those guys are going to play a lot. Uh, that was before the mini camps. I'm like, both. I pretty much not too far after the draft. I'm like, both these guys, they're, they're going to play. They're going to play like. And our secondary is, was, was pretty. It's probably one of more sound units, and they're mm-hmm. still they're still going to come in and play because yes. those guys. I think they're that good, and they're big, and they're long, and they're athletic. fast, athletic. They both are very good against the run. Uh, do a great job supporting the run. They both have very good instincts. Uh, they both have something to prove. They're not first-round draft picks. I'm not saying the first-round draft picks are anything to prove, but my point being, by not being first-round draft picks, you know, they have that extra added motivation. And maybe Smith even more so. You know, like he probably looks at Stevenson's like, he's who says he's better than me? The same height, basically same size, basically. I played in Minnesota. He played in Miami, but you know, I held my own. Blah blah blah. Right. So you know, ego in a good way. You know, yes. the, the kind that, that gets you uh, motivated to to succeed. So. So yeah, I, I think Smith will, will be that guy to answer your question. Okay. 
Uh, I agree with you on that. I, I like that answer because during the draft, watching him get drafted was like, this kid has, he has everything that you're looking for in that position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely a dark horse to watch for. And he played, he, you know, he it wasn't like he played 13 games or 18 games. He, he, he has some, some good games, you know, amount of games behind him. Um, you know, the consistency. When I when I look at collegiate players uh, during the draft and everything, because I do a week a weekly mock draft, which is a lot more difficult than it probably <laughs> one will probably think. Sometimes it's like, what did I get myself into? Um, oh gosh, it's got to be awful. No, it seems awful. <laughs> it's, it's, it's 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 it can be taxing because you know, there's so much you have to consider, and that just with the NFL, but obviously with the collegiate players, and you're trying to find guys and reasons why support your reasons why. It's not just the Bears I'm looking at; it's all 32 teams, you know. So I, I missed on him like throughout most of the season. He wasn't really on my radar. I didn't really see him until maybe like two, three weeks before the draft happened. But it was a very deep uh, defensive back draft, particularly at the cornerback position this past year, really deep. I didn't see Stevenson until like maybe like towards the end of the season. And I'm like, man, right, Pop, like, well, how did this guy like, you know, but there were so many good defensive backs. I mean, think about Devin Weatherspoon from Illinois. You know, he was someone we weren't talking about until like maybe mid-October because mm-hmm. Illinois was having a good season. So we actually got to see him. Why are they having a good season? Oh, this guy. He's got, mm-hmm. you know, he at one point he was leading the, the Big Ten. I lead the country at one point in pass breakups. I think he ended up maybe top three or four in the Big Ten with, I think, 12 to 14 pass breakups. De- Devin Weatherspoon we're talking about here. And, you know, here's a guy that more or less came out of nowhere and found himself to be a top ten draft pick. You know, and there were guys that were already that we were talking about that were already out there. You know, some guys go back. So it was a deep, it was a deep class for for, for uh, defensive backs, particularly the cornerback position. I think that's why Smith and Stevenson were available where they were. You know, even though we moved up to get Stevenson, he's then he, you look at it, physically, you look at him, he's late first round talent at worst. Yeah, right, you know? right. So he looks like a plug and play player. Yeah, they both do really. To be quite honest. Yeah, they both do. Yeah, yeah. Who was the out of your analysis, who was a player that you was hoping the Bears would draft at a certain position, but they totally just didn't get him at all? Hmm. Um, I, you know, we all want to edge rushers. Right. <laughs> uh, right. And keep in mind, when we say edge here in Chicago, we really mean uh, you know, a defensive end. Mm-hmm. Right. One who can kind of play the run. That's so much, you know, the three, four edge right. rusher that stand up and runs after you. Um, Lawrence Taylor, Derek Thomas, I'm showing my age here. Um, so I, I, I like Miles Murphy a lot out of Clemson. Um, I, I liked his game. I thought he was consistent over the course of his career at Clemson. And for whatever reason, sometimes when you've been good for a while, you become the victim of your own success, so to speak. And yeah. it's like, unless you're doing something more spectacular than what you did the year before, not taking into account that teams are game planning against you more now because you are a name. You right. Know, uh, maybe some of the guys that were to the left or to the right of you or next to you aren't there because they've moved on to the pros or they've moved on from college. So it's a little bit different. Um, not taking into account other variables. And so a guy like Miles Murphy, who when I first began, like around this time of the year, I had Miles mm-hmm. Murphy like top 10 pick. I think at one point, I think I might like maybe fifth or sixth overall. That guy dropped almost out of the first round. Wow. So, but I'm like, you know, he's going to be a great find for somebody. You know, right. so, so it's a guy like Miles Murphy was someone that I thought. Where did he end up? I want to say, oh, where did he end up? I, I cannot remember. It wasn't the Chiefs, but it was it was near where the Chiefs were picking. He, he 
I don't I don't recall. I apologize, guys. I, I don't recall where he was. I want to say he's in the AFC, but I, I don't recall the team. Um, right. But the thing was, it was like, you know, these, these guys are so talented. It's like you look at what the Bears, you know, what we kind of needed. I'm like, man, you look at his body type. He's about 6'5", about 275. I'm like, dude, that's a perfect DN with his athleticism. That's like hmm. that's like almost Bruce Smith-like. You know, so were you were you hoping we would get him instead of uh, Dar- uh, Darnell Wright? Um, by the time a week, maybe maybe two three weeks before the draft, uh, I realized that if we got him, it would only be if he fell. <laughs> so so of, of of the things we needed more so, I, I felt offensive line was something more dire. Okay. Um, and I, I thought again, it was a pretty deep draft with the, with uh, defensive linemen as well. So yes. I'm like, you know, if we can get one of the top three or four offensive linemen and then get a defensive lineman where there's not much differentiation between their skill set and their their uh, efficiency on the field, then I can live with that. And I pretty much, it seems like what Poles was thinking too for the most part because uh, he didn't even draft an edge rusher in the classic right. sense. So, so, um, so, yeah, it's, you know, but then, you know, if and I don't know how far in advance Poles and his, his – his, um, People on his on his staff are looking ahead, but if you look next year, there are a lot of edge rushers coming out next year. And the Big oh, Ten, one Big of my Ten questions, has, yeah, yes. the Big Ten has several of them. So I would, I would like to get into that with you. Yeah. So sometimes I, we, we'll talk about it. Just saying, we have uh, we have Nick Rody who's been waiting in the background. I kind of want to bring him on to overlap with you, so we can hang out with Nick and kind of. Because now we're in the Bears. We have to we have to meet Nick for the for first and foremost. We haven't met Nick yet. So, uh, Walter, let's bring on Nick. Nick, gentlemen, what is up? How's it going, guys? Hey, what's up, Nick? Nick? Hey, man, how you doing, Nick? I see Nick's a lot. Good, Nick's, good. A lot Nick, Nick's a Lions fan. I can tell by all the regalia behind him. He's, he's yeah, a big Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> Nick, hey, the, you know, go Cats. Yeah, go. <laughs> Nick from the Just Another Year podcast joining us. Nick, thank you. Sorry to keep you waiting in the background. Uh, we're having a lot of fun with Glenn, so we want to bring you on. Make sure you can have a lot of fun with us too. I don't want you sitting around back there. So, uh, nah, first no question. Worries. First question is fish and spaghetti. <laughs> I mean, definitely have had it. Definitely love it. Damn, I'm losing. It's like 20 to 5 or something by it's now. Chicago PJ. thing, man. Come on now. Yeah. Exactly. All right. That's it. My next meal is going to be fish and spaghetti. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to What about it. fish and jello? Ooh. Um, <laughs> to be honest, I haven't had it, but I'm not opposed to having it. How about that? You should okay. be. Sounds you good. should be. You should be. Right. Right. I should Sorry, be opposed. Man. I'm going to okay. treat you like you've been here before, so just I apologize in advance. No, no. If I'm not supposed to have it, get me far away from it. <laughs> when you, when you said it, I was like, it's a trick question, and I don't want to give the wrong answers, and I thought, like, I've never had it, so show me where to go. The person that brought it into the conversation when we asked about it said, you don't even want to eat that stuff, and he's the one who brought it up, so I'm just going to have to go with him on that one after looking at a picture of it. It's part of oh, Polish man. heritage, and he he's yes. Polish, so he was talking about his family loves that, and it was just it's it's basically like a fish broth made in the that they make gelatin out of or jello out of with the fish broth with fish inside of it. So yeah, I mean it looked bad too. 
I'd rather have French I know that much. Not even going to Google it, so it's not in my <laughs> cookies algorithm or anything, just so I don't have to worry about that popping up when, what meal should I make tonight? Fish and Jello. That sounds fantastic. Man, no. <laughs> Nick, thanks so much for joining us tonight, man. You get, you're you killing it over there. You got a great show going on there with uh, Just Another Year, Jay on YouTube. Um, appreciate you coming on, man. What are you? How are you feeling about this uh, Bears team going forward? What? You look, you look up. You see, our prediction is eleven and six. What are you thinking? I'm right there with you. That's my that's my floor is eleven and six. I think Ooh, this team. Like and this thanks for having me on, guys. I really appreciate it. I'm a big Lions fan, according to Glenn. That's why I'm <laughs> saying the Bears are going to do a great job. Um, but no, you know, I think the Bears are going to are going to shock a lot of people this year. You know, I kind of one thing that I do over at my channel is I kind of break things down into things that no one is talking about. And one thing that I think a lot of people are missing is just the overall athletic ability and strength of this team. I mean, on top of it, there's only five guys that are above 30 years old. And that's something that I think is so missed that this team is so young, but yet they have a lot of talent. They most of the core went through the rebuilding last year. So they're hungry. They have a chip on their shoulder. And then you bring in big veterans like Yannick, you bring in, you know, Nate Davis. I know who hasn't practiced, but um, hopefully with good reason. I just hope that he's ready to go for week one, but you completely bring in some of the best linebackers in football coverage coverage wise. But I think this team can, you know, 11 and six is definitely possible. I think that, you know, I was talking with a couple of people about it, 13 and four, what team on this roster can the bears not for sure beat besides the Kansas city chiefs? No one. You have almost the entire schedule going through either a partial rebuild or they have no identity yet. I mean, the NFC North has no identity or you're the Green Bay Packers who are just an absolute mess right now. So I, I think 11 and six, Glenn, I see you moving your head a little bit, man, but I, I don't know how the Packers are going to keep up with Chicago. I don't know how the Vikings are going to keep up with Chicago. It's pretty much according to Glenn, my Detroit Lions versus the Chicago Bears. So, and I think the Bears have the edge overall, but that's just me coming in swinging on this conversation. Well, hold on though. Are you really a Detroit Lions fan? No, no, no. Glenn was messing up. I was like, man, I don't know what happened. You guys are kicking me out. Whoa, wait a minute. Don Burr, guys. That's Don Burr right there. He's got. with Don Burr, too, because he is on every single one of my shows, and he is just Detroit versus everyone. And I'm like, I. I guess so. <laughs> that means that means you made it. a Bears fan, man. I I've been stalking the guy just to see yeah. what he does. I even go on the Detroit Lions podcast, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" And I'm if like, Dunker is in your podcast Bears. channel uh, in chat, that means you've made it uh, as a Bear <laughs> content creator. I'm, I might as well just quit my day job right now because you know I can just ride that for the rest of my life. <laughs> I'll piggyback on what what Nick was saying, and I you know looking at the schedule, I, I don't disagree in terms of there are a lot of winnable games, uh, a, a good portion of our winnable, uh, conversely, they're also can be losable too, if losable is a word. Um, you know, when you look at the quarterbacks that we'll be facing outside of a Holmes, Herbert, Watson, um, uh, probably another one that's escaped Russell. Cause I think Russell, he had one bad year. doesn't make him a bad quarterback. Uh, for the most part, we're facing young quarterbacks, quarterbacks that don't have as much time as Justin has had playing at the, playing the position quarterbacks that have proven to be discarded and there are other teams uh like jared golf for example um and other quarterbacks have been known to you know 
throw the picks, easy picks. And we, even in, when we watch a uh, quarterback, for those who watched uh, Netflix's uh, documentary on, on the NFL uh, quarterbacks, yeah. and, you, and you, you're seeing uh, Kirk Cousins throw a pass, and he's screaming as soon as he's like, no, after he throws the ball, you know, because it's such a bad pass. Um, so they're, they're, these are, there aren't any quarterbacks that scare me or concern me. Outside, and Mahomes doesn't scare or concern me because he's Mahomes. I already know that he's the shit, you know what I mean? So, right. you know, mm-hmm. he is what he is. So, it, it, But that being said, it's not so much the schedule that concerns me. It's still the Bears um, coming together as a team, uh, developing their own identity. Uh, it's going to take time to gel. Uh, and not only that, but we're, we're not as deep as we would like to think that we are. The youth helps, no doubt. Younger team, more times than not, tend to be less injury prone. The teams that, that get older, a, long, a little bit longer too. Getting Yannick really helps out a lot. There's probably another win, maybe even another two wins that we might not have had. Uh, but my, my concern is still with the passing game. Uh, my concern is still with the, the offensive line and the depth there if, if someone goes down and we've already seen some cracks already with the, our interior with our guards they've been, been banged up um and they need that time to to jail keep in mind guys that that offensive line is essentially new like outside of you know uh, braxton being a left tackle everybody else is relatively in a new position or due to the team at the position they're at so that's going to take time for that cohesion to to work and it may look great in practice but when you start playing other teams and we still have to learn how to adjust to how they come at us. And that's right. something that we haven't done yet. We, we won't know until we actually start playing. Uh, keep in mind, you know, we beat the 49ers last year and then with Mr. Irrelevant, they're playing in the conference championship game. So, you know, these, these things play out over time. Defensively speaking, the front seven essentially new as far as the starters, you know, it's going to take some time for them to learn. Now, I think the defense will acclimate a lot more quickly. Than the offense will. And I think Iberflus's system, the system we've seen that's very similar to the Lovey Smith system here, they don't have to think as much. These guys can just go out and play. I think you've even heard Javon Dexter say, like in college, I had to think this, that, and the such. This system is more suited to my skill set and just get, be able to go and get after everybody. So that's great to hear. But then you got to play the other teams too, you know. And the secondary, although I think it's the strongest unit, most full, and one with, when I say strongest, not just in terms of their ability, but also with depth. Um, I, I, it's going to take some time. Now I see us struggling at times, you know, just trying to be consistent early in the season. I think by mid October, that's going to be the real bears team we see going forward. And, and then right quick, you look at a game like Tampa Bay, you know, you think, okay, that, you, you know, the goat's gone and they've been struggling. They're not the same Tampa team. They were, we even beat them the year they went to the super bowl and all these things as bear fans, we tell ourselves. But it's when you play a team, too. And let me tell you, you go to Tampa in September and you're playing a day game and you're not used to it. It's almost as bad as coming to Chicago in January and you're not used to it. It's not as bad as as Miami, but yeah, it, it, it's right there. It, it really is. It, I look I, my, my best friend. I've known him for all my life, you know, <clears throat> for four years. And he lives in the Tampa region. He he's he, he loves he's a bear fan through and through, just like everybody here. He's like, F that game, I'm not going. I'm not even sitting in the press box because I've gone yeah. before. You can't give me the tickets. And he's not even playing, he's just watching as a fan. <laughs> so it, it gets that hot, it can be that problematic. And so it's not as easy a game as it may seem on paper. And so again, it's when we catching teams as well. And everyone else made advances and everyone else is better than they thought that they were last year too. So we've got to, we can't look at it in a vacuum, um, right. but 
enthusiastically speaking, 11 and six, that may be Nick's floor. That's kind of my ceiling. So I, I can vibe with him in that regard. I think my floor moved up a couple of games after we got Yannick, you know, so I was more like seven and 10 was kind of my floor, but now I'm like, no, I, I think nine and eight, I can, I can see nine and eight. We should be able to get there. And again, that's with health and, and, and things progressing. But so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be not an up and I'll put it this way. This is what I'm looking forward to. And I think as fans, we should in, in, engage ourselves in. And that is, will this team be more exciting? Will this team be entertaining? It's a team that we can watch and grow together with our fandom going forward as opposed to being pissed off every week and wondering what the hell we're doing and where we're going. We should be asking where we're going after this season. We should know what direction we're going in. I got, I got to tell you, Glenn, I, I was about to pull you after 20 seconds of that, but you're just, you just, you just speak so eloquently that I just had to hear you out. And <laughs> Sorry guys. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> I do. Right. I do want to piggyback off him though. Because I agree with a lot of things he said as well. If I, if do we have time for me to piggyback for like two minutes real quick? About <laughs> yes. Dude, it's, we're listening to you guys talk. This is you guys are our special guests tonight. Go on, go so off. I, should... I I completely agree with everything that you're saying. I think that this team is young. They still got a gel. They there's a lot of things going on, but isn't that kind of what we dealt with in 2017, a team that we didn't really know, didn't really have a direction. And then 2018, they came out and shocked everybody. They, you know, there was a lot of energy camp. What's on right now. No one really had an identity. They made one for themselves when the season started. And there was an established group in 2017. You know, you got Akeem Hicks, you got Eddie Jackson, you, you know, you start Prince and Mucamara, you know, you had a lot of different players that were starting to build a chemistry and then went into next season with a young group of guys. And then you bring in a guy like Khalil Mack. I'm not saying Yannick is a Khalil Mack type player, but he has an impact on this team that takes it to a new level. That's where my optimism is coming in because it's an easy schedule. You have a, you had a strong core last year and, you know, seven games last year, the bears lost by one score that, and they were close and they were one of the worst teams record wise. I mean, they had the number one overall pick, they were the worst team record-wise, but talent and growth, there was a ton of talent and growth there. I mean, Justin Fields had practically no one. He was running for his life every single game, and that's where the whole he's a running back comment comes in. Right. But now you have a guy like DJ Moore who expands this team, this offense tremendously because you have a double team on Moore. Well, then you got Mooney and Claypool you have to deal with, and I haven't even talked about Komet or Tunyon yet. So there's so much that is being pulled because they got that talent in there. Justin Fields also got better. Going back to your comment about the offensive line. The offensive line starting five looks great. My definite concern is the depth of the offensive line, especially Nate Davis. Like, I know everyone's like, stop freaking out about Nate Davis. Okay, I think I have every single right to be. Yes. And a lot of Bears fans, that's what drives me Lucas crazy Patrick, about Bears fans. Lucas Patrick all over again? <laughs> Lucas, and he, Lucas Patrick is injured right now. And that's yeah. another thing is our best – I mean, Alex Leatherwood is our best depth guy, and he's injured yeah. right now. You know, you have Carter running out there when Tevin Jenkins is puking on the sideline because he didn't have enough water that day. And But, you know, overall, I, I, I agree with the depth. We definitely don't have all of that yet in every position. But at defensive line, I think we have more than a lot of people expect. You know, Javon Dexter Sr. is going to be an absolute asset to this team. He yes. looks – fantastic right now mm -hmm. pickens 
He's having his mo- he has his moments. I went to two training camps. He looked good at both of them. I'm not saying he was explosive, but the Anthony Jones that we brought in from Houston as an undrafted rookie free agent, he's been a sack machine. You have Bell, who has been really beneficial as well. And then the entire defensive line, I mean, Andrew Billings is arguably the strongest guy in the NFL at the defensive <laughs> line position. It is, right. It's just very – this team just has so much energy, and they're just caged, and they want to be unleashed. So I totally agree that this season can go one of two ways. Either they're going to find their identity halfway through the season, and then next year they're going to be good. There's no doubt that in 2024, you know, 2025 mm-hmm. – they're going to be a super serious team. Yeah. But this year, I, that's kind of my why not the Bears. And I think they're going to shock a lot of people. And this defensive line, I think this defensive line is better than a lot of people think. The linebacking group, you know, we had a diamond and a dozen in Jack Sanborn. Right. I think he's going to be a huge, huge asset this year. We got two guys for the price of Roquan Smith who mm-hmm. are both arguably top 10 coverage linebackers in tackling machines. And then, like you were like you were saying, Glenn, when you go to that secondary, they are stacked to the brim. I mean, they can't choose who their starters are. And you know, you take Tyreek Stevenson, you could throw him on any other team, and there's a good chance he could be uh, CB two. Mm-hmm. So this team, I don't know, man. This team just—I I feel uh, there's so much passion for it. I'm super excited about it, but. You know, that's why I'm so optimistic and I want Bears fans to actually be excited because on Twitter, I mean, Twitter's a bloodbath all the time anyway. And everyone's like, oh, you're crazy. Oh, how could you say this? Like the team's better, accept it, whether you like it or not. And there's going to be a better product on the field this year. And then on top of it, I'm even more excited for next year's draft because we have uh, we have three first in the first three rounds. We have four picks in our first four picks, two being first rounders. Mm-hmm. One being Carolina, which Carolina, who knows what they're going to do this year. I don't, I mean, they lost, they, if the Bears get the number one overall pick back to back, I would be absolutely <laughs> that would ecstatic be, yeah. about it. That would be crazy. But, but that's kind of my little spiel there in regards to everything. I know it's training camp, but this team looks good. They're playing well. The injuries, I don't think Tremaine Edmonds and Demarcus Walker's injuries are as bad as people are saying they are. I think it's kind of just like a, they're veterans, they're established, they're, still in team meetings like they're very active according to reports so it's not like they're going to be missing a beat and you know they look great too so i i don't know that i i think we're both in mutual agreement 11 and 6 is very very possible attainable and but uh, yeah absolutely so i'm excited about this team i just hope everyone else is too because it's gonna be fun to watch bears football you came to the right place this is the homer team over here (laughs) i love you great I love you, Nick, but man, take a breath. You just go on there, man. I thought you needed some oxygen. Oh, I don't stop. You gotta come watch. You gotta come on our show one time. I don't stop, and everyone tells me they're like, "This guy must have lungs of an opera singer." And I don't drink coffee either. So just imagine if you get a little caffeine in me, I would be probably able to run the Chicago Marathon next week. I got a question for both of you guys, though. Um, Have you guys either um, one of you heard? why Nate is not doing contact practices, Nate Davis, that is? Uh, I have not. Uh, I've heard that he is still dealing with an injury he obtained during the first week of camp, so when it was private. But, I mean, he looks fine. He's walking on his own power. You know, you see him jogging on the sideline. I Honestly, I think that they kind of look at him as, this is our valuable guy. We want to keep him good for week one. 
and with how the offensive line's been dropping like flies, maybe <laughs> right, right, right. Maybe Flus is like, we need you. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, I think I think he'll be fine. I would I would not be shocked if we saw him in pads on Saturday. That just putting that out there, a little bit of a hot take. I wouldn't be shocked if you saw him in pads practice playing. No, but you never know. Well, that's what I was wondering because I noticed the time that he did practice is when they were not in pads. So mm-hmm. the fact that. Yeah, if he dresses but not plays, still the same thing. I'm just curious why he's not in pads actually hitting someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So he's not playing this weekend? I don't think so. I doubt yeah. it. Probably not. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, at this point, I wouldn't play. I would yeah. yeah. No, he, he hasn't. There, right. There's not enough practice time to put him in a game right now. Right, he hasn't had no padded practices. So... Yeah, it's his old well, that, team. He might he might try too hard. So you know. exactly, <laughs> exactly. So I wanted to talk to you about the Packers game because I because I've heard you kind of uh, start off one way, Glenn, and kind of come back another way. So I, I'm curious to know. Okay, first off, mm-hmm. if we lose the Packers game, okay, is Chicago going to burn down? No, that happened already in the 1800s. Okay, isn't it? Is it going to burn down again? Yeah, been there, done that. No, no, it's not going to happen again. Been there, done that. The history will not repeat itself. No, no, no. no. That was good. I think there will be a lot of beer drinking after, and a lot of people calling Monday off. (laughs) (laughs) There, there there may be some uh, abused husbands because the wives ain't going to have it when the husbands come home. They're like, no, no, no. you're not not taking this out on me. Sit your ass down. <laughs> the husbands will be the ones in traction. So, so yeah. Okay. Is, is there anything from your perspective, Glenn, that should lead us to believe that Jordan Love can succeed Aaron Rodgers? Yes. Not as Aaron oh, Rodgers. No, no, wait, no, hold on a second. Hold on. A second. Hey, man. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Wait, I'm objective. Well, you got you to gotta pull him. You got to pull him. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> You can't pull Glenn. Glenn's my guy. <laughs> I couldn't get to it quick enough. So- <laughs> I think he's secret. If he's calling me secretly a Lions fan, he's secretly a Packers fan. Oh, God, guys. no. Just oh, that yeah. Out there. yeah, I'll say this. There are there are four teams or three, four teams that you will never, ever see me root for. Uh, Alabama Crimson Tide, they go to hell. Florida Gators, F them. Uh, Ole Miss Rebels. <laughs> I just can't for social political reasons. Just can't roll with the rebels and the Green Bay Packers. And if you really, really just want to like see me just lose it, and where you have to pull me because I start going flim flim flarf and I can't stop cursing, talk about Maris High School. I effing hate that freaking school. Other than that, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Other than that, they're fine. No, you know, I I look at the Packers, man, and I've said this before, and I'll, I'll continue to say it. In my opinion, in the NFL to succeed, it's consistency and continuity. And of the teams in this division, Packers have it the most. Get your um, finger on that pull button, Walter. Get your finger on <laughs> well, that pull button. Just, just kidding. Pull me now. I mean, you know, at, at the job today, we were talking about it. And a guy was saying something to me. Well, CBS guy said that Jordan Love looked horrible and the Packers are, you know, there's the, 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 the debacle i'm like okay cbs guy's a national guy is he really there when the guy from green bay the reporter from green bay who's on the beat is there telling me that they stink and he's been on the beat for x amount of years that person i'll i'll 
you know, I give that latitude too. But there's no way you can tell me this organization would let Aaron go and extend Jordan. You may keep Jordan and let Aaron go for a lot of different reasons. I get that, but you're not going to extend Jordan. You're not, right. especially with the quarterbacks that are coming out next year. You, you, you have at least two that you know will be top five quarterbacks in Caleb Williams and uh, Derek May. I'm sorry, Drake May, excuse me. And to a lesser degree, Michael Penix, if his knee shows to be durable, because he's, he's got some knee issues that so he may or may not. And they have other quarterbacks that may jump into the first round. Joe Milton at Tennessee has a strong opportunity to follow Hendon Hooker's, you know, footsteps and have a successful season like he did so that being said don't extend a guy if you don't have to and they have two first round picks so you know why extend it if he sucks that helps you out so i i don't believe in any by any stretch that jordan love will stink will he be great no will he be average to good and have an up and down sure of course he's got to acclimate to the nfl no one just your best quarterbacks don't just come in and just dominate for an entire season. It just doesn't. Happen. Patrick Mahomes is an anomaly, and he sat for a year. Okay, do so you, do you it, have it, a comparison? Jordan or, Love. Yes. Uh, he, I, I think not saying that he's this person because of the physicality. Because I don't, I don't. They don't have the same type of game. But I. Sean Kaiser. <laughs> no, he's better than Deshaun Kaiser. <laughs> but I, I think in terms of effectiveness going forward, a person who sat for a while and will come in and have some success and then be successful going forward, I look at Steve McNair. And I'm not saying they're the same guy. Oh. Steve, Steve's a lot more physical. Yeah. Well, excuse me, RIP, of course. But he was a lot more physical of a player than Jordan Love has shown. Jordan seems yeah. to be more finesse comparatively. But I'm talking about in terms of being on the team, acclimating to the team, understanding what the team wants coming in and still being confined by the constraints of what the team wants you to do on the field starting out you know mm-hmm. he's going to follow what uh, the head coach wants him to do and like aaron aaron's like no dude i'm, I'm going to do this my way right. and you mm-hmm. get with me not the other way around coming in jordan is going to follow the dictates of what the offense uh is, is uh asking him to do mm-hmm. so that's why i'm drawing the comparison with Stephen there and if you go back to the houston oilers you know slash Tennessee Titans, but with their, I think they were still Houston Oilers, and Steve took took over. He'll he he'll have a I think a season like that. Now I can't quite remember how good the defense on the when Steve took over. I'm not sure how good the defense was. I know the offense had some pieces in place. Right. You look at Green Bay, pretty much everything's in place. They've had offensive line issues with help up and down, but outside of that, and they've got better depth at receiver now. They've got a young tight end, but they have a tight end. Um, and that defense is a lot of number one guys in that defense, and they came to better. They, they came uh, together better towards the end of last year, going forward. And I think they have a lot to prove. And again, that consistency and continuity. And Jordan has been on that team, so he's part of that continuity and part of that. He just needs to develop the consistency. But as a team, I don't think there's any team on there that has it better than them. I think the Lions are right next to, right behind the Packers. The Vikings on offense, they have it in spades. I think Justin Jefferson can be an offensive player of the year, to be quite honest with you. And he'd be right. low-key MVP. He's not going to get it because the quarterback's going to get it, but he'll be low-key MVP. But that defense, good luck with that defense from Minnesota. Yeah, I, th- I think with uh, the comparison to McNair, that's kind of scary for me because I thought McNair was just – he was a, he was that guy. I mean, he, he was a dude because I've seen him when he played for Alcorn mm-hmm. State, and, yeah, he was a dude. So I'm hoping – you're wrong on that aspect. But uh, <laughs> as far as the running game, 
So you think Green Bay will be run heavy as opposed to what they used to be with Aaron? I know they had some runs. No, no they before. were still, they were still pretty strong running with Aaron too, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that was part of the, the what Aaron had to acclimate to. He's like, wait, I'm Aaron Rodgers, and you want me to pass less? No, no, I've got MVPs I need to make. What are you kidding? Aaron, you can still get the MVPs. No. Oh, wait. I, yeah. Oh, and he gets back to back MVPs. So, yeah. Um, I, I think if they ran with Aaron, they're definitely going to run with with, uh, with, with uh, Jordan Love. So, so yeah, I, I think – and you've got two good running backs, you know. And, and they, they didn't hand the ball off enough to, to Jones, in my opinion. So, I think there'll well, be more of that. Let's be fair to Aaron. His second MVP was because he did ayahuasca. <laughs> whatever it takes hey <laughs> according to him that's why that's why he had to what stay in the in a cave or in, in the dark for a weekend or something he probably he had to do his soul searching again and realize i can't go back to that team yeah i i'd, I'd ask i say ask the race car driver who he was dating at the time i can't remember her name but you know she danica, danica patrick yeah yeah danica ask patrick. danica and she'll probably tell you something that you know that Aaron doesn't want her to sell you. Look, when your family doesn't like you, it, you know. Well, that's why they started dating because they're both in the closet. Oh, I oh! Flag, flag, flag! <laughs> Closets have doors, and people can open and close them at will. <laughs> All right. No, but seriously, did you hear that that he? There was a story about Aaron Rodgers that he had, he was like yeah uh, it's stories about everybody. Yeah, stories about everybody I you know yeah. I, it, I I could I could care less <laughs> I can care less either but you know it, it might make some sense out of him at least <laughs> nothing's gonna make sense out of that guy but you know what it looks like he's having a lot of fun in New York so you know God bless him he's out of our area yeah I'm really curious to see what happens to him if New York you know Jets have some adversity at the beginning of the year and how does he respond to it well they will have some adversity you see that schedule i mean they, they got a hell of a schedule starting now um, yeah that's why I'm, I'm curious because you know everything's you know relax uh, relax yeah yeah that's it <laughs> until you know you run across buffaloes and those guys so I'm, I'm real curious to see how he responds yeah i i i took a bet on points bet or i think it's one of the things i'm not i'm sorry if you've got another sponsor i don't know i just Stop top of my head where I put for Aaron. I, I took a chance on being MVP. Really, dude. I, this look year? at the talent, dude. Look at the talent on that offense. Now don't let Brees Hall come back healthy, and don't let them get Cook. Oh my God. Well, who? Do you, where do you stop? And Aaron, dude. And he's at practice. He's been there the whole time. He's been to the OTAs. He's smiling. He's helping the other quarterback. He's helping Wilson. Hey, we didn't see him help anybody when he was in Green Bay. We didn't see him helping Jordan. You know, Jordan's a nice guy. We didn't see right. him helping him. No, I mean, Aaron, Aaron is relaxed. He's enjoying like, and, and nothing more dangerous than a, a vet who relaxed and has is on a new team, has a new lease on life, and something we've seen this play out several times. We just saw it recently with the GOAT. Okay. As much as you may or may not like Tom Brady, going to Tampa rejuvenated. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, hey, we got to see personnel. We didn't see that kind of personnel. He's, he was doing more commercials after he got to Tampa than he ever did when he was with New England. So, so yeah, man, I, I think Aaron. And then it, here's the thing: every game is it's a prove it game. I mean, there's no there's no breaks. You know what I mean? You you don't there's there's no take people for granted kind of thing. And, and mm -hmm. it's all new. So so yeah, man. I think if anybody, and not only that, but if if he has the ego that I think he has. 
he is in the conference to prove it. There's right. no better conference of quarterbacks that I've seen in my lifetime than I've seen in the AFC. Yes, absolutely not. And we had, the other thing that I keep saying is another playoff game, an, or I should say an extra playoff game, an extra season game, right? Those things add up to being able to make the playoffs easier for any team. And, you know, the Bears, there's no reason why they can't go from for, uh, worst to first because they – they weren't the worst last year, like Nick was saying. I agree. How many games right. did they lose? The defense you know, cost them several games. Yeah, 14, but they really, if you take away seven of those losses, I mean, really, they lost 14 games, but, you know, you take away half of those seven losses, you know, they're a 6-10 and 10 team. They're, yeah. they're not terrible, but they're still yeah. not good. But they're developing. <laughs> and right. also, yes, I saw Swifty's comment. I'm not here to talk about Aaron Rodgers anymore, the Green Bay Packers. Can we please move <laughs> to a new subject? <laughs> it's random trivia time, guys. Everyone knows who the Miami Dolphins that the Miami Dolphins handed the Bears their only loss in 1985. But who came in the next closest to beating the Bears by only losing by six points? A, the Colts. B, the Packers, the C, the Cowboys, <laughs> or D, the Vikings? Uh, that Viking game was close until McMahon came in and threw some touchdowns. I'm leaning that I think way. it was the Colts. But right? I'm going to go with the Colts because it just seemed like the, the answer they wouldn't be. So I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm okay. going with D, the Vikings. Mm. Mm. I'm going to go with um, – Thought that I thought the Bucks were going to be on this list because the they Bucks should have been yeah. there. Yeah, the Bucks were almost, yeah, that first Twice. game of the season was rough. The, yeah, the second game too. They almost got them in Tampa. I yeah, thought the, uh, the Bucks shot, but the Bucks aren't our option. And remember yeah. the Colts. That's when Walter was on that string of 100 games in a row. I think he had to run for like another 100 just to maybe beat that Colts team. I'm not close. I'm gonna stick with the Colts. Let's see what the uh, chat. Okay, so Colts, Colts. What do you what do you say, PJ? I say about D the Vikings. So, uh, chat, we got Mark Kazak says B, the Packers. Doug Van Dorn says A, the Colts. Walter Besky says uh, B. Let's see. Col DeMond says the Colts. Cliff Victoria says the Colts. I don't even remember that Colts game. So, I'm going to go Colts, too, just because you guys all did. Let's see. I have the answer here. It's Nobody knows the answer. So, my wife writes them down on the back. Oh, wow. Packers. Oh, okay. Oh, That's the one where the fridge caught the touchdown pass? Was that the one that was, was close? That's the one? That must be. Okay. I knew I should have won. I, I should have agreed with Walter. That was my fault. I, man, I got to agree with Walter. <laughs> See, I would have thought that they, we were just handing the Packers their ass back then, and that was just – that, that wasn't even going to be a close game at all. As I'm playing it back in my head, I kind of remember like you know the fridge caught that touchdown pass, and it was it was kind of close, you know. I mean, obviously this is the answer, but I remember that that was something. I don't remember what the score was that game. Like was it twenty-one to seventeen or something like that? Oh, was that the was that the, was that the Butler kick to win the game or something? Could have been a Butler kick to win that game. It might have been, or maybe I'm thinking of a year or, or two after that. Well, let's, let's since we're on trivia, let's let's do another one. <laughs> okay, 
Khan and say in the Colts. <laughs> Who led the Bears with seven touchdown cut, catches during the 85 season, but did not catch a pass in the Super Bowl? A, Emery Moorhead, B, Willie Galt, C, Dennis McKinnon, or D, Walter Payton? Hmm. I know McKinnon I'm going to go Willie league. Galt. No, he caught a big he caught a big pass from McMahon from the end zone. I remember that one. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, also, I wasn't that. even a thought in 1985, <laughs> so I think I'm going to disagree. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, Walter had a hard time running the ball. I don't even know if he, they even threw the ball to him. Um, but I don't think he has – I don't remember him catching seven touchdowns. I'm, I'm going to go Walter Payton. Mm. Mm, Dennis was leading the league at one point with touchdowns, but then he kind of got hurt off and on, and he wasn't – you know, I, I, don't, I don't know if seven – I think the man only threw for like 24 touchdown pass that year, but Fuller also quarterback that year too. So I'm going to go with Walter. Hmm. I'm going to go with Willie Galt B. Okay. No, no. For me, that's, that's what wasn't I got my guy Walter saying C, and I got my guy Mark going with D. I'm going to go with Walter and say C. Probably McKinnon. Dennis McKinnon. Probably McKinnon. So he says C, Mammy, Mammy, who is my Mammy, says D. Let's see. Uh, I don't remember Walter catching a pass. I can't really see McKinnon catching one either. Doug Van Dorn says D. Payton. I'm. A, I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with B. For sure. Willie Gall. Yeah, I'm going with Walter. It, it, it is not Willie Gall. Oh, I promise you that. A, You're right because he did catch a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl. No, no, no. It wasn't. It should have been a touchdown. He got caught from behind, but it was a big pass. He, he did not catch us. Okay. No. He caught a pass, but not a touchdown pass. Because at one point, Willie oh, Gall had a chance me. to MVP. Or if he's too Willie Gall, stick with your gut. <laughs> I'm going with Willie Gall. Let's let's do it. Let, let's see what the answer is here. Dennis McKinnon. Dennis, I should have stuck with my first answer. C was correct. Yeah, see. Start, start doubting was correct. Swifty was correct. See, Everyone else, Walter was correct. Too much information. <laughs> too much information. I'm too much. Michael Walter every time. What what <laughs> happened to Foster, by the way? He's his internet. Uh, his internet. That'll do it. Uh, He's trying to do that dial up. <laughs> oh, he, wants, he wants me to send a link on it undo his phone so he can let me do that. Man. The last okay, Swifty, I see you. Boom. All right. Uh you want to get to to some questions? From the, in the chat for these uh, gentlemen? Yes, let's do that. What you got there, uh, Walter, from the chat? What questions these guys have for these nice young men? And I can't say young. You said young. Thank I you. I can't say young. Trust Thank me. You. I can't say young. I was Appreciate talking about you, you and I, Nick. Yeah, there no, you I, was talking, I was talking about Glenn and Nick. All y'all, actually. All y'all are young comparatively. Yes. Young. Uh, see, I... My new best friend. I, Thanks, BJ. Is it just because I have a gray, a gray beard? Is that what it? Well, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, with that dance you be doing, you know. <laughs> I bet you if Nick grew out a beard, it'd be gray too. That's why he doesn't that. He shaves it every day. Yeah, I still <laughs> got I mine, your, uh, Glenn. I still, I still got it. Nope. I still got it. <laughs> but trust me, man. Foster, check your Twitter DM. I sent you a link. See if you can hop on with that. 
All right, so okay. we have some questions here for. Go ahead, go ahead, PJ. Here's would you guys one. would you guys mind if I stepped out to go to the washroom while uh, PJ controls the chat here, uh, the, the chat questions for you? I'll be right back. I got you. All right. So Mark Kazak, one of our faithful members in our chat, asks, "What are your thoughts about DeAnthony Jones? Will he make the roster?" You know, I, he's playing. Okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Nick. No, no. No, I, I, you know, I'll start off. He he's had a hot camp. I mean, he's definitely one of those roster bubble guys that will. He's let me let me say it this way: for sure, practice squad. Like I, I have a lock practice squad. This team needs a ton of depth at defensive line, and I think I think he's done a great job. He's he's disrupted the ones, which is impressive, and he's done it in pads. He's very fast off the snap. I know a lot of people were concerned about the one day Dexter had slow snap Dexter's obviously making the roster I'm just making a small comparison there but he has been consistent every single practice in the backfield against the threes and twos and when he's gone up against the ones he's still performed there so usually there's always I would say one or two guys that do make this roster and uh like a bubble kind of guy undrafted rookie free agent Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go with yes because there has been so much hype around him in regards to the undrafted rookie free agents. And also we need defensive line help. We don't know who's going to be the answer moving forward. So I think polls is going to take that shot and say yes to him. So I'm going to go. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just real quickly say, I, I think he makes it, but on a practice squad, it's we'll, we'll have a better idea once he actually plays other competition. And sometimes right. every year it seems like there's a one guy, all the fans are like, oh, yeah. And then so for whatever reason, that guy <laughs> ends up not making the roster. You know, he's right. like in the rotating, like he's in street clothes or, you know, it's just it's a numbers game. And I think he's going to get caught up in the numbers game, unfortunately. Um, but to his to what Nick said, uh, what may help him is, you know, there's not a lot of depth at, at his position. So but I think practice squad, definitely I'm not so certain about you know, 53 man or 54 man roster. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't this measurables six feet, like 275? Or am I totally wrong? Um, No, he's a little heavier than 275. I know he's a smaller defensive lineman. I think he's pushing 290. So, I mean, still, all things considered, he's a small defensive lineman. Yeah, he's like six feet, right? Yeah, he's only six feet. But what makes him so impactful, I mean, Aaron Donald's only six feet. Mm -hmm. And what makes him so impactful is his speed because he's so quick off the snap. And that made him such a threat in college. Um, I actually really thought the Bears were actually going to draft him. I'm shocked he went undrafted with the report that he had. But, um, yeah, he's he's quick. That's what makes him dangerous. But he is a small defensive lineman. Kind of like Kalaja Kansi from Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. Right, University okay. of Pittsburgh, but yeah, sometimes that that height, people like people see in a certain kind of light. You, you know, he, who knows? He might be that guy that he, when he's on a second or third team, you know, then before you know it, he's like a Hall of Famer or something. You know, just some guy. It's like he has to be in the right place at the right time, you know, and right. it's, it becomes a numbers game in the NFL. Sometimes you, you get caught up. So, hope that right. answers the question. Yep. The second follow up I have to that is, with him being doing as well as he's doing in Lewis. What do you guys see with Travis Gibson? Ooh, I don't know, man. I'm so <laughs> apoplectic about him. Um, Me too. <laughs> I, there, there are times where, you know, I hate to sound trite, but he flashes, you know, and you're yeah. like, man, yeah. And then it's like, oh, he played? 
back to back weeks. <laughs> so, so and, until something happens to where you can say, you know, that remember I said that consistency and continuity is what you need in the NFL to succeed. So he becomes part of that consistency part. I, I'm just I'm very lukewarm on him. Okay. I'm I'm in the same boat. I, you know, it's, it's a sad story because, you know, two years ago he had seven sacks when, you know, Robert Quinn was red hot and, you know, he was, he got along really well with Roquan Smith. Obviously Smith's no longer here. He right. was, a, he was a building block. You know, it's a good story too. Late round pick from Tulsa had a nice NFL career, but coming to Alan Williams defense, he hasn't been able to do anything. Um, and I, I see Swifty talking in the comments. I, he's either got to do something or he will get cut i mean you saw the depth chart he was at the absolute bottom out of edges for it right and also it's a contract year for him so i haven't looked at his contract breakdown but if he has not a lot of dead cap and the bears save money by cutting him i mean he'll be gone next year anyway but if the bears are trying to evaluate talent like we're talking about for next year he's just a roster spot being taken up that he's not going to play on the practice squad that's not going to happen so He's going to either he's making it and he's going to be really low and get no playing time or they're just probably going to flat out cut him. Well, here's the thing about Gibson. He 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 came from college in a four, three, went into a three, four. Right. And he started to look good in that defense. And then, boom, he gets put back into a three, four brand new system. And now he struggles in it. Is it something that we're just looking past that, that another year in this system Maybe even though he's not flashing it in practice now, I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate to this because I'm a homer too. But it's it's could could it be something that another year in this defensive system he he'll get better in it? Yeah, I think Nick and I are both <laughs> saying the same thing. It's like I'm, yeah, I'm doing the same thing. We you don't have to wait for him. There are other there are other players that are probably right. more talented, so you, you, right. you don't have to wait for him. You know, we're 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 we should be in a position going forward. Or, where we want guys that we know definitively can do what we want them to do and need them to do, or we can see them doing it sooner than later. And at this point next year, he'll be later than sooner. And I don't know if that's really going to work for them. I think I've always said that he's more about Robin than a Batman. So last year when he was asked to be Batman, he wasn't able to be that. So therefore, although he led, he was in what top five and getting double teams uh, in the league, but mm-hmm. yet, wasn't able to actually get the sacks, but when he did have a bad man, as in Robert Quinn, Robin, so he was able to play Robin to him. Robin, yeah, I'm thinking more like Aqua, more like Aqualad or something. I think Robin's too good. Yeah, just, seven sacks for I, I say Robin gets you seven sacks. You know what, man? Seven sacks looks nice, but sometimes right. when a guy hits home runs, they're empty home runs. Sometimes the sacks can be empty sacks. It's it's a number and, and that's nice, but what did what did those sacks? Did they win the game? Did they change the course of Rivers? Well, that's why he's Robin and not Batman. I think that's why he's and awful that. <laughs> and they were also pretty much triple teaming Robert Quinn that year because he was just a sack machine. So yeah. Yeah, I know I know I made the comment about seven sacks, and it shows that he can get after the quarterback, but he need like he needs there's uh Batman, Robin, Aqualad, and then there's you know. Wonder, Wonder Twins. Yeah. Oh man, who who's the who's the raccoon in Guardians of the Galaxy? The, that oh, rocket, rocket raccoon. Rocket, 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 rocket raccoon. Yeah. Then then there's him. 
So, and it's funny because he has the hammer, which, you know, he's kind of trying to be like Thor, but he Side never note. was able to do that. My, my wife worked on that movie, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. She was oh, in a cup. Nice. I got to walk oh, on sick. that. This is a this is a piece of the rock that was on one of the sets made out of Star <laughs> Okay, that's awesome. Pretty cool. Oh, man. Very, that's awesome. Very excited about my plastic, my styrofoam <laughs> rock. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I... I, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough position. I wish him the best. That's the one thing is that if he gets cut, he'll get picked up right away because, you know, he does have NFL experience, probably a mm -hmm. one-year contract. And I feel like when that always happens, they always go to the Arizona Cardinals, kind of like early retirement. <laughs> or, <laughs> the Falcons. or the Falcons. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, or Ryan Pace will definitely be calling. So Right. Uh, yeah. But, yeah. Tough position for Gibson. Feel bad for him, but if he can fight his way under the roster, I still don't think he'll get a lot of playing time. Well, I'm rooting for him, actually. I'm rooting for him. Of course right, you next. are. Because, see, well, PJ's thing is he loves drafted. I mean, we. I mean, we all want to see our drafted players succeed. So, but just, I mean, I'm not picking on you, PJ, right now. That's okay. Just letting you know, I'm. I'm actually giving you credit. Like PJ's, we're we're. A bunch of homers on this show and pj is an exceptional homer because he loves his drafted players and he yes. wants them to be re-signed and succeed and we all do so i yes. can get that I, I mean i do too i want gibson to succeed let me ask you this question i don't know if you guys play madden or not but if you have madden would you keep gibson on your madden team if the answer is no then the bears are probably not going to do that and i wouldn't keep him on my madden team nick and i are like no he's not he's so wait, you, play, uh, yes, you play madden glenn oh yeah oh, oh yeah Let's let's my my handle is Mr. Shorty. Let's just let's let's play some right. Madden online. Right. So I, I just hey, dropped Glenn. the old one to get the new one. So yeah. Nice. Glenn, you can trade you can trade up to 2030. So yes. I'm uh I'm trading a 2036 <laughs> round for Gibson. You never know. <laughs> get something for him and you can keep the money too. We'll yeah, pay him. We'll go. pay for it. Just give us a draft pick in a couple <laughs> I'm just saying, I wanna keep I wanna see Gibson succeed. I do too. I want you guys to see some other team. Hold on, like before you secret Foster. We have a Foster sighting and Glenn. Hey. We have, I want to play you on Madden now. Yeah, yeah. When a new Mr. one comes Shorty. out, let's do it. I'll, 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 I'll give you my handle on. Uh, we'll exchange emails or handles, and I want to play you. That'd be, oh, that'd be, a, that'd be awesome. You too, Nick. Uh, I want to get asked by you guys. I, I'm down. I'm down. I just got my new Xbox. I'm down. Dude, my, my buddy's seven, no, nine year old son beat me 63 to six. You hate to hear it. He actually admitted it, too. <laughs> he, 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 sent me the, he sent me the thing for me to, to quit. I'm like, no. No. You're going no. to sit here in pain and kick my ass. <laughs> Man. <laughs> So, so yes, yeah, so, yeah. so I'm Big sorry. Time. What are you saying, Nick? So you, so you're saying you can't beat me? Is that what you're saying? Um, you know, I, I'm not saying I'm the greatest. I, I prefer to, keep keep my knowledge and skills in uh, talking about the Bears, not playing with them because I don't want to embarrass them in Madden. There's too much. I, I talk too big of a game for the Bears to have a good record for me to then play someone who actually plays religiously in Madden. So, I was. Uh, my buddy had his son doing all of his mutt, you know, uh, Madden Ultimate team. So, yeah, he'd be like, here, just, just beat all these uh, things for me. That, so his kid just got amazingly good at it. And 
he just wiped my ass up. <laughs> my paper man. <laughs> my uh, my old college roommate, uh, actually, and one of my best friends. He's a Madden YouTuber. His oh. name is Kenny Games. If you guys have heard of him, he has like one hundred thirty thousand followers, and nice. he. I played him. I go out to Denver to visit him, and <laughs> I'm like, "Hey, man, let me play you in Madden." This is a couple beers later, by the way. Keep that in mind. <laughs> couple, couple cold Miller lights and some legal high weed. In the mountains. <laughs> no, no. Hey, hey, awesome. high in the mountains, he says. <laughs> <laughs> not just you know, not just hiking, um, but yeah. So uh, I'm. We sit down. I'm like, "All right, I play all pro. You play the worst level," and he still beat me 28 to 14. And I was oh like, my. God. <laughs> all right so, so you and i need to play nick sure absolutely. More than I, I, so. okay. I agree Got with it. mark in the uh chat who says foster must be headed to green bay again as he's <laughs> yeah, what, what are you doing are you up there for some uh some more lady action foster he's gonna have two ladies he's, he's got that beer too was it two ladies is that what it is the, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are hilarious man uh no, actually, what what happened was my internet is down in the neighborhood, uh, so I thought maybe I run down to the corner and see if there's anybody who's got any quest bears questions. It's yeah, it's Comcast. I have a problem with them all the time, man. What, what neighborhood are you so, in? I'm on I'm on <laughs> the far <laughs> northwest side, man. <laughs> Wait, that's okay. Don't, don't 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 tell on yourself. It's it's all right. It's, I live next to <laughs> O'Hare. My my internet's working just fine, man. What's going on? <laughs> You're getting called out here, Foster. That said, pull him, Walter. I, I, I called so Comcast. <laughs> oh, there he goes. <laughs> I called Comcast. Get out of here. Yeah. It just on. said, "Oh, you're." Your service will be back on around 9, 9.30 tomorrow night. And I'm like, Dad, it's normal. It's <laughs> what guys, it is, man. You guys are lucky he's in his car to where you don't have to see him remodeling the house. Oh. So trust me. It's a beautiful place. Yeah, it can only show you the house he's remodeling. There's bodies behind a paneling. I didn't hear that. I don't know anything. <laughs> no way. No way. Wait, wait, wait. He said Northwest by O'Hare, and I'm pretty sure John Wayne Gacy was over there. <laughs> hey, too young to wait, know about it. You want to hear? You want to hear something? Uh -oh, I walked see? past yeah. John Wayne Gacy's house every day throughout the '70s into the early. <laughs> when he got caught, man. 79, 78, oh, 79. Gosh. <laughs> Serious, I, I know, I know people that that he got, and he, he almost he actually hit my brother in law. Is Glenn okay over there? <laughs> you choking him, man? <laughs> you're killing, you're killing everyone over here. He wasn't ready, bro. <laughs> not literally, though. Not literally, though. <laughs> I do it. See, it's, it's breaking up, man. Called you out, Foster. He called you out on that. Look, everyone just fits right in here on the show. You guys are awesome. I'm telling you. I, I, Absolutely. I will, say this, I will say this is that I watched the documentary on Netflix, and then two months later, oh I'm uh, living literally, literally right next to the Displains police station. So, you know, everything's getting a little freaky, Foster. My doors are absolutely locked tonight. Displains <laughs> uh, police station is very far from his residence, man. He's in, He's in Chicago. That just happened because... The, the kid that lived through it, 
that's where he lived. That's how it ended up in yep. the plains, dude. That case is yep. Chicago. Yep. Yep. You're right. You're so, right. I just I'm, sorry. I'm messing with you. <laughs> I like my I like a good. History no, don't lesson. don't worry. I, unfortunately, I know that his plains police state or that police station pretty well, and I'll just stop there. <laughs> When I'm mute, I uh, Foster. I feel like I've seen you uh, walking out of uh, Minor Tavern before uh, a couple times, maybe toward the police station. And I'm like, oh, now I know him. <laughs> hey, do we have that clip? Would have would have would have have to have been last century, my friend. Last century. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do we have that clip of Foster? Wasn't me. On Chicago? Was it Chicago Fire Foster that you was on? Or Chicago, Chicago PD. Chicago PD. I've done a bunch of them. Yeah, I'm I wanted them to show your high school reunion picture instead of my my acting. Oh, you guys! <laughs> you, 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 have, you have that uh, shorty. His uh, oh, where his is clip from the uh, man. Yeah, I didn't well, recognize. It's gonna take man. me a second to find it, but yeah, I have it. Yeah, Foster was on uh, yeah. what was it? Chicago PD. I, 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 yeah, I did some some background acting. I actually was on a sitcom too, but nobody ever picked it up. So you also COVID, COVID really messed that whole thing up. So what, so what Foster was, is he was a background actor that just was walking past in the background, wearing a, a doctor's suit, you know, and with a clipboard. So he looked like, he looked like a doctor. Right. You know what I just found you know, so my wife uh, has worked in the film industry. And they, uh, if you guys know, there's a there's a, a, a strike going on with the writers for the movies, right. and now the actors got into it. What happened with that is, any anyone who was even signing on, like you, Foster, just to be a non uh, a non SAG card holder um, or an Actors Guild card holder, so you, you couldn't even speak, even if you were just a background actor like you were, they they would they were scanning people for AI. And it was in the um, the fine print that their likeliness could be used in the future for AI. So now, in, it, because the whole the whole strike is about AI taking over the writers guilds, so that AI starts writing stuff for movies and TV shows and stuff. But now, not only that, but they've been taking the likelinesses of people like you, Foster. Maybe not you, but you know, in the recent future where they can use you if you were in the background of something and they can take your, they scan your body, they can use you and make you an extra in the background for something else without you even knowing because you signed the contract without reading the fine print. So no wonder why there's a major strike going on. It's like, we're not gonna see some good entertainment coming out of the movie and you know film industry for like, this This is gonna be like a COVID thing where we're gonna see like a backlash of, of a year or two before we start seeing any more new content coming out. It's crazy. Yeah, that's I mean, why we have the bears. <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's why we're talking bears. Not just movies, but TV is really going to be content, and Netflix, all those streaming services, really made a, a big difference in, in a bad way because there's mm -hmm. so much of a need to fill these shows. Mm -hmm. In the past, you'd have networks where your your uh, your writers were employed for twenty six to thirty weeks writing. But now you have series that now just 10, 10 episodes long or 12 episodes long. So a writer has to hustle up, you know, and get two times as many gig opportunities, but everyone else is caught in the same, you know, spin cycle trying to do the same thing. Everyone's fighting for the same scraps. No one has that, you know, that long-term availability on, 
uh, being, you know, with one team. No, I've had but a lot of times these guys, they're not even being allowed to be on set for the rewrites, which is yeah, really wow. integral to a story because a lot of times things happen. You want your writers there, so they're not even being allowed there. They're being sectioned off into smaller rooms. You used to have rooms where you'd have maybe 8, 10, 12, 14, 15, 16 people. Now you're getting like maybe two to four, four to six. So, yeah, the writers are really, really getting screwed. And I forget the name of the, the, the conglomerate that's pretty much responsible for employing them. They're just going to wait them out. They're going to, like, you know, they, they have enough money to where they're just going to more or less kind of break the union, so to speak, or, or break that yeah. aspect of the union. Disney is one of them. Yeah. They, yeah. they refuse to negotiate. Um, big, big companies like that. Yep. That have refused to negotiate. It's Let me sad. Just add real quick. Uh, Glenn, you are truly a professional. Please, though, go get some water. I, oh. I, I see you choking. I, I see I, you choking. I, I did. See you choking. That's just, I, when he went when Foster mentioned the stuff with the Gacy thing, I, I was drinking at the time and the, the Nile Creek went down my throat and it got through my nose. And like, what the hell? When you're on air, I hate when that happens. You're choking on your own spit or your own drink and you're like, <laughs> Glenn, you're, you're supposed to say, and Foster. Fat King Foster, is it, Dan? <laughs> F A. Capital F, lowercase a, capital K, King, fucking Foster. Oh. <laughs> Nick, before, I know Nick, so you I, wanted to, you, Nick, Nick wants to take off, but I have a, we have a special surprise for you, Nick. Um, we have somebody who wants to come on and talk with you really quick before you leave. Uh, Walter, let's let's bring on Swifty. Hey, Swifty in the house. Yo, what's good? What's good, man? What's up, Swifty? How are you, man? Man, good, good. I've been wanting to be on your show for so long, and uh, I realized it today when I was talking to Dan. I was like, you know what? I can't plan things, okay? I'm not a planner. Like, you got to be like Dan and just hit me up someday, like an hour before, and be like, yo, Swift, you want to record sometime? And I'll be like, yeah, man. <laughs> Go check your DM, Swifty. I, I am always like, Hey, you want to get on? And you're like, ah, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so funny story, guys. Did Swift tell you the story how we know each other from like years ago or no? No, no. So Swifty used to work is used to work. Are you still down in Bloomington, Swifty, or no? No, not anymore. You but I'm, no, yeah. I was yeah, for so, a while. Are you still at 1525 Bloomington Avenue in Bloomington? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Too much information. But we, but we, uh, we knew each other when I was down at school in Bloomington. So we ran into each other a few times. And when Swifty came on a long time ago, I was like, dude, you look familiar. And he goes, where do we know each other from? And I said, I went to ISU. He goes, that's where. So, yep. uh, no, we've, we've known it. We were chopping it up before we even chopped it up online. So what a surprise, man. This is great. Yeah, I saw you were going to be on tonight. And I, I I messaged Dan. And I was like, bro, I'm going to hop on because I, I got to let Nick know that, like, I'm not avoiding him. I'm just not good at scheduling <laughs> things. I'm always watching tape. And anytime I schedule something out, like, two weeks, you know, it's just something that's I'm just gonna dread for the entire two weeks. You just gotta hit me up like spur of the moment, man. I'm not I'm not a planner. Done deal. Done deal. Absolutely absolutely. I will from from now on, I will literally be like, Hey, wanna get on five minutes? <laughs> that's what you gotta do. That's what you gotta do. I just send him a link to every show. If he hops on, he hops on. 
He does really and do that. Also, I don't know if anyone in here is watching that was going in between both our channels before, but like Swifty and I don't have beef, by the way. There was <laughs> rumors going around that like him and I had beef. I told him that it, on the comments. It was weird. It was just it was weird. So squashing that. We're we're all good. We're we're gonna have a show together soon. But yes, very what a surprise. Thanks for saving that, guys. I really appreciate it. I had to come on too because Glenn Glenn was making this a Packers show. I had to bring a little bit more Bears back on here. I was I was I was watching. He was talking about Jordan Love the whole time, and I was like, I gotta change the topic and get on there and switch switch the category back to Bears. Just teasing with you, Glenn, man. Oh, good talk. It was good listening though. Glenn, if you don't know who Swifty is, uh, Swift Sports Network is. No, just I've actually watched some of this stuff. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, just bear stuff. Just bear stuff. Yes. You have, you have another fan, Swifty. Look at you. Oh man. Telling you, Swifty is Swifty is a big a big. Um, he's he's our our brother here on BCP, so we now appreciate you. Not, you I can put the face. I can put the face with the voice now. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've only turned. I've only put the face on uh, for a few videos. Yeah, I don't okay. have it on all the time. Foster, what do you, you what do you got shining back there? Is that the cops with a spotlight? Or they, should we be worried? Uh, yeah, I'm not drinking anymore when Foster's talking. <laughs> Foster's I just wild, got pulled man. over for flipping the officer off. But I'm okay. No, no. He's wild, bro. I I was actually I literally was at a bar, cup two bars. And nobody wants to talk about the Bears, man, because I think they're all drunk. But that's all right. That's, I guess that's what I'm for. A, a guy, a guy who is a, a recovering alcoholic who goes to AA, AA meetings like ten times a day, going to bars. Like you're, you're the, you're the man, dude. Like the fact that you can do that, it's like a sm- a, a guy that quits smoking, just hanging out in a, just clam baking in a room full of smokers. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> always ask yourself two questions. How important is it, and what are your motives? My motives are good, but it ain't that freaking important. But I thought I'd try. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Fucking Foster. We all know. Man. That's it. That's it. Foster. Fucking Foster. Man. You got no, nobody's watching uh, preseason football action tonight? Recording nobody's got it. it on the side? Recording it. So oh, he's recording it. Okay, my man. We're hanging out here having fun, man. Who, who cares oh, about that? It's not I still the got it on my TV right here. Okay? We got Glenn, we, down, we got Nick, and we got <laughs> Swift. We're the best show in town right now. Bro. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. You can't lose here, man. You can't lose. You well, can't get Swift, better than that. Let me ask Swift a question right quick. Yeah. Next, next year, the Bears... I don't have two first round picks, but what would you rather see them take first? Wide receiver or edge rusher or some other position? Um, right now, obviously edge rusher. I mean, the rare the rare circumstance sure. there that I think is a lot more unlikely than most people will consider is if we somehow get a top three pick and you it has to be top three because that's where Marvin Harrison's going. Right. He's there's gonna be two quarterbacks and Marvin Harrison, right. however the picks wind up, but if we're in one of the, if we're in a position to take him, like you almost have to, like it's. That's why I asked because Claypool and Mooney are both. This is their contract year. I don't think we're right. keeping both of them. They keep one of them, and if it's Mooney, I think we still need. Mooney's more of a slot in my mind. I know he can play, you know, on the outside, but someone like, like you just mentioned, Marvin Harrison, or even his teammate, you know, and Mecca. A big, uh, yeah, I don't know how to yeah. say his right name yet, but yeah, yeah, Mecca Ibuka. Yeah. Um, if if he's available, and I think he'll be in that that range. But I was just wondering if you would rather have the edge rusher first, 
or that or that wide receiver. It's Marvin Harrison and then edge rusher and then a gap and then wide res- a different wide receiver, which there's a few other guys who could be there, obviously, oh, a yeah. wide receiver. Oh, yeah. But edge rusher, I mean, Jared Verse, all kinds of guys up there yeah. in that first round, even guys that aren't talked about a lot who could have breakout years like Jack Sawyer at Ohio State, mm-hmm. yes. um, even Tui on the other side. There's right. there's edge rushers everywhere. It's so a lot. Braylon Trice out of Washington. Oh, I love Braylon Trice. Yeah, he's yeah. he. Oh man, he's fun to watch on tape. I can't wait to see what he does this year. So that, I think we're going to be in that position. One of those picks mm-hmm. should be an edge rusher, even if yeah. we re-sign Ngakwe. For some still. reason, if he has success this year and we extend him, we still need another edge rusher on this I team. Agree. Someone that's young that can come mm-hmm. in because the other guys, Demarcus Walker, another free agent. We have to build from within. That's what Poles likes to do. He hasn't drafted an edge rusher yet except Dom Rob in the fifth round. So right. he's going to attack that next year. I, I think he really wanted to this year. You right. see guys like – you'll see it when you put on the Patriots tape tonight. Keon White. Yeah, Georgia Tech, man. He looked insane. He was yeah. he was everywhere tonight, yeah. but those yeah. guys didn't fall to us, so, so we right. didn't get it. But next year, right. he has two first-round picks, so he's going to have his choice of getting a really good edge rusher, yeah. So Look what happens when you come on, Swifty. You get Glenn Morgan like, can I ask Swifty a question? <laughs> Why not, man? Hey, that was good, man. I love I love, I love good football talk, man. That was a great question, too. I mean, fans love that. Everyone will always want all that Marvin Harrison talk. Like, everybody talks about that all the time. So so you guys don't think the Bears would be going with offensive line at all in the first round or second no. round? No, I, could I think at some point, but I maybe think probably so. the first round. Yes, Polls are pretty good at, at taking linemen. No, I mean, I'm just mm-hmm. putting that out there. Poles has proven he's very good at taking right. offensive linemen and drafting them no matter what round he's got. Right. So I think I think he can he can go off on that. And linemen are so much easier to pick up, especially with how stacked the last couple drafts have been. I mean, that's just kind of how I'm looking at it. And the, the more the need is edge and long-term edge, you can pick up a lineman at any time, any place. The only non a wide receiver, edge rusher, even offensive line. The only non you know, other position that I could see, and it's just because he'd have to be there, and we'd have maybe that pick, maybe sixth, seventh pick overall, and it's like he's just too good to pass, would be Brock Bowers out of Georgia. If that tight end is available, I, he is a generational type kind of tight end. I'd be hard, it'd be hard to pass on, especially if I have two first round picks. If he's like pick six or seven, and we that's our first pick. Yeah, I could put him, and I know Komet signed for a little bit longer, but you, man, because, you know, Tunyon is, is just a stopgap guy, but if Brock Bowers, holy shit, dude. I I, yeah. I, I would be, I'd, I'd be like, you know what, do it. I know he's a tight end, but do it, because he, he's a different kind of cat, man. I, I think he's even better. I think he's more of an old, overall tight end, I think, than Kyle Pitts coming out of uh, Florida. Kyle's is more that move tight end. I think Bowers can do it all. He's been insane. If he if he could enter the draft this year, he would have been a first round pick. He'd been a first round pick, yeah. He was he, he probably would have been the guy that the Lions took instead of uh Laporta or you know, instead of taking Jack Campbell. Took, and Glenn, I mean he polls could be you could be in polls here right now because he signed Tunyon and Lewis to one year contracts. Mm-hmm. And so Komet's gonna need somebody next to him next year. And you have two two first round picks, you combine them to move up to get that type of talent. Let's say Yannick works out. I've just imagine that 
there would be no excuses for Justin Fields to not have a field day every single day. You may not have to combine it for he may we you know the Carolina pick might be that pick. Yeah, yeah, you're right, exactly. So that's why we want the Panthers to lose every game, guys. <laughs> every game. But what do you guys? I, here's the thing, yeah, though: we have to lose to the we got to lose to the Falcons and the Buccaneers because if we beaten them, we're helping the Panthers. It's, it's, it's such a <laughs> tangled web we weave here. It's no, like no they just gotta they just gotta lose the division by one game. We can still beat the <laughs> yep. Saints and all that. We, we need what we need is Derek Carr to have a good season, <laughs> right? And yes. just win that division so we don't have to yeah. worry about it. But the only way I see us going O line next year is I mean you could take a guard or a center late first round if someone is really really high up on your board there but it's rare and the only way we take a tackle is if something if Braxton Jones is a disaster this year so other than that the O-line would be addressed in the second or third round not the first I just want to okay. address this super chat from Steve Phillips I'm ultra excited for this season the chats will have on this super innovative show you guys rock go Bears thanks Steve yes. Yes, thanks, appreciate Steve. Appreciate you, man. I'm have to split that five ways. No, I'm gonna give back my, you know, I, I pay me ten dollars. I give it back to him. You know. I'm watching. And, and you know, I never get a cut, and I gotta pay you somehow for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, Parker and PJ pay into this, but uh, yeah, everyone else will have to pay you guys out of that. So, th thank you, thank you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, you owe me money now. Now, uh, up there, Foster. <laughs> Bring it to Indy. Foster needs it so he can get new coverage because Comcast <laughs> isn't cutting it anymore. <laughs> well, well, I, I have a question. I have a question well, for you guys. Swifty going to be in uh, Indy next week, uh, giving us some good content. So oh yes, that's going to be amazing. Colts, Colts Bears practice. Colts Bears. Gonna be yes. good. Yeah, yeah, next week we'll have um, Foster. Will be at training camp with Swifty, so they're going to do something special for that show with us. And then um, we also have um, Alex Shapiro has um, agreed to join us next week. You know him well, Glenn. So we're excited about him coming with us next week too. His, his fantasy team stinks. No, I'm not so sure. <laughs> <laughs> Probably my team. This Retro. <laughs> Retro is paying two dollars to say PJ will buy a can of buy gravy, gravy in a can. can. So I guess you have to play that because Retro made that for us. Go ahead, Walter. Play the gravy. Dance work for that. That was Retro to... made that for us. Retro from he's one of our biggest supporters here in chat. Um, yes, he really is what, what drives this channel. So he made he that for him. us. So we had to play that for you, just to he burn you. Him. Yeah, he uh, loves. Yeah, although you know gravy in the can is just orange soda, so it's not like it's actually gravy. So <laughs> oh, okay, oh, you guys make orange soda sound nasty. Saturday Night Live commercial, man. Yeah. Serious. <laughs> Gravy in a can. Yeah, Gravy in a can. Thank you, Red. I appreciate that. Yes. Thank you, Red. I wanted to ask you guys, three of you guys, if if the Panthers end up with the first pick in the draft and Justin Fields has virtually the same year statistically, do the Bears 
go in a different direction with quarterback. No, I'm. It's not not my personal opinion. I don't want to get, you know, roasted over here. Just uh, I'm just asking the question. I don't, I don't think the focus should be so much statistically as is how did he play. Statistics are are numbers to me, um, and, and they they can be used to support, you know, something that you're doing or to kind of give some clarity to it. But I don't think it's the end all to be all. Uh, I, I don't think Justin is necessarily going to pass for 3,500 yards this year, but that doesn't mean that the Bears won't be successful or have a good season. Um, so it's it, to me, it's more so how did he look? How how were the games? How was he as a leader on the field? Um, how did the team gel? Was it, why, why did he only pass statistically for something similar where the other things that were going on that were problematic? Um, I think Justin had to be a very poor decision maker for the Bears to consider going in a different direction at quarterback. Um, I look at Caleb Williams, and he's been very, you know, exciting to watch. Obviously, he's been very productive. But I look at that system that he, he quarterbacks in, and those guys are schemed open a lot of times. Those receivers, um, I, I see him throwing off-platform when he doesn't have to a lot, and he gets away with it in college. I don't think he's going to get away with that in the pros. Those windows are going to be a lot tighter. Um, I'm curious to see what he does this year. This would be his third year in the system, his second year starting for a full season, um, people will make adjustments to him. So if he can make significant adjustments, stay in that, I won't say necessarily stay in the pocket, but pass better with his feet under him more and be more consistent and show those passes that are NFL type caliber passes, then maybe that might give you pause, cause a pause, but I, I, I don't think you do that. I don't. I don't. I don't see any of those quarterbacks coming out being necessarily better than Justin. Man, he, I, I just don't. You nailed that so perfectly, man. I I actually haven't heard someone with a take that good on um, Will, Caleb Williams yet. It seems like people are just too quick to want to throw out that he's a generational talent. He's the next big thing. He's better than Andrew Luck. And like you said, this is going to be the year where he needs to prove that defenses are learning he has had a lot of off script throws and his mechanics aren't exactly elite yet he needs to work on that there's a lot of things he needs to work on before I would even consider that but the biggest point about Justin Fields is no matter what happens this season as a prospect and what he's been through so far I feel like he would have to just absolutely just take a Mitch Trubisky like step backwards <laughs> yeah. where he's he's throwing into triple coverage all the time. He looks he's got the deer in the headlights looks. I don't see anything like that happening. I don't I got to knock on wood cuz I'm superstitious, but um, <laughs> right yeah, I'll do it for you. I I don't see any way that if I was GM or what Ryan Poles is at that Justin Fields could put himself in a position where you want to take another quarterback next year. Right. The problem is quarterback prospects this talented don't come along very often so you're hurting yourself if you give up if you don't put give him I'm stumbled on my words if you don't give him every opportunity to succeed if you give up on him early and he leaves via free agency because you drafted someone else or you trade him under market for a second or third round pick and he goes and becomes a pro bowl or somewhere else you're going to look like an idiot. And then you're starting over with a rookie quarterback. You have to teach them because Luke Getze's system, it's not its not one a rookie comes in and picks up. It's very dependent on footwork, timing, and um, the windows with your receivers, understanding the offense. 
you're not going to get a rookie to come in and do that better than Justin Fields. So if we draft a rookie, we're taking a step back next year, even if it's Drake May or Caleb Williams. Yeah, so I I don't know necessarily if that's what Ryan Poles would want to do. To me, I'd say 0% chance, but, you know, there's always that. If we get the number one pick, you never know. I mean, trade down. Where's the Bears pick at <laughs> right. in that scenario? Like, right. are, are we picking eight, third? 21, Do we have 22. picks one and three? Like, if he's that bad, if things well, go yeah. that wrong? Mm. Yeah, I would, yeah, unless the Bears, yeah, unless the Bears have two top ten picks, <laughs> you know. But, but uh, yeah, I, I, I would imagine the Bears pick next year, the second pick, that is, the Bears pick somewhere between 18 and 24, uh, safely, you know. And, um the first round pick, I'm hoping somewhere top seven. I'm hoping it could be top ten. But you know, Carolina, they were into the play. They were in up to the playoff window opportunities last year with a team that didn't have Christian McCaffrey and it let you know a couple other players go as well. So who knows what they may be this year? But that being said, you know, if, if the if the Panthers are the number one pick and the Bears have it, I, trade down. That's a haul, yeah. Yeah, I mean, haul. the haul he picked up this year. If you could. That's the thing. Justin Fields has the fifth-year option. Next year would be year four. So the smartest thing to do in that situation would be kick it down the road one more time, trade that first-round pick for a haul to set yourself up. You already have another a second-round pick in 2025 from the Panthers, so you'd already have that. You trade down from number one again, get as much as you can for the next year, and then if Justin Fields is bad again in 2024 – Poles takes his guy in 2025, but let's not even put that in that. Dan, yeah. let's not let's not put that in that. <laughs> yeah. Let's not speak it into okay, existence. I'm just, I, I'm just like, pontificating. I like the just, pontificating. Justin's the most talented QB prospect Glenn. we've had in my lifetime. Let's give him every chance to succeed in Chicago, and let's get behind this guy because he deserves it. I mean, probably twice, so probably twice your age and in my lifetime too. So. Yeah. See. Well, where is a? What do you guys predict no. or or think Versa go? I mean, first round, but around what pick? Jared like Verse, Verse, says. Jared Verse from uh, Florida Top State. Ten. Uh, it's you know, edge rusher is such a tricky thing. I mean, you think about uh, Walker for the Jacksonville. He wasn't even a first round consideration until like the end of the season, and then he bounced all the way up to number one pick overall, Javon Walker. So. I could say right now, verse sure top ten, and then just like I said with Miles Murphy, he ended up being late first round. Yeah, I, I, I like verse, and again, edge rushers, quarterbacks, and receivers when they're in college, you need to see two seasons, in my opinion, because you need to see how people adjust to you. Take for example Smith and Jigba, you know he had a breakout season. Now, granted, you know he had a soft tissue injury, he didn't play. But if he had played, he may not have looked as good. I think he still got drafted off of what he had done the year before. Uh, sometimes the receiver, you look at uh, the Blitnikoff winner, award winner, Jordan Addison, who won it the year before last. You know, Jalen Hyatt won it last year for Tennessee. Jordan Addison won it at Pitt. Now he goes to USC. It's a different quarterback, different system. But, again, that's a quarterback-receiver-friendly system that uh, Lincoln Riley uh, incorporates or utilizes out there in USC. And Jordan didn't have as good a year. So sometimes people adjust to you and you have to see what they're going to do. So that being said, Jared Verse, he had a really good year last year. We'll see what happens when teams make that adjustment to him. 
if he's double teamed, can he get off of a double team? You know, right. is he only good on one side as opposed to the other side? You know, how good is he when it comes to stunning? How good is he against the run? These are other things that he's going to be challenged with to be a, a top 10 type kind of caliber pick. So answer your question, PJ. Uh, right now, I would say I got him somewhere between 8 and 12. Okay. You know, but the, but I, 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 can see, I can see him falling a little bit further and other guys making a rise up. Yeah, could, you see him, could you see him rising? I don't see him going beyond six. Okay. I really don't because, as Shorty mentioned earlier, you got quarterbacks that are going to be a top two pick. You got Marvin Harrison is not going to fall before, but, but below three. If he goes to four, I'm shocked. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You know, and again, let's, this is everyone being healthy, you know, all, right. all things being equal. Um, and, and then there's some Edge other rushers always move up, though. I mean, they do. You're going to have the QBs, but the team that doesn't take a QB or Marvin Harrison, someone in the top five is probably going to go edge rusher. Not saying it's Jared Verse, but maybe. There's so much time here between now and the draft. Yeah. Keep in mind all the Ed Rushers that got drafted this year, just like when you have a, a manager for a team or a coach for a team who's with one kind of personality, the next one's a different kind of personality. You find something to complement that. All the Ed Rushers that came out means that people are going to need offensive tackles to block those guys. And you got a few offensive tackles coming out that may be number one picks. You got the guy Olu uh, Fasanu, my friend his last Fashumi, name. from Penn State, yeah, right from Penn State, exactly. <laughs> but Olu coming out. You got Joe Alt coming out from uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame, yep. Yeah. So, so you got some guys who are offensive tackles who may be, who may you know push ahead because of the need, as opposed to necessarily they may not be a better player, but the team that's drafting needs that tackle right then, and they don't want to wait because. Those two tackles may not be available by pick by the second round. See what I'm saying? Oh, so, yeah. so yeah, edge rushers could go up, and then the other rushers may have better years. Or Braylon Price, we both like him. Dallas got, Turner. Uh, I mean, there's 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 a lot of guys Dallas out there. Turner. Yeah. And not only what Glenn said is great point about what they do this season and what they prove on the field, but then you have after that the whole off season process where. GMs get in their head and overanalyze arm length and 40 times and <laughs> yeah. all this stuff or you know off season things happen like Jalen Carter where you know after the after the Bulls um, games ended everyone's like Jalen Carter goes one two or three and that's it and then he falls to the ninth pick of the draft which we thought didn't have much of a chance of happening until his off field stuff but things like that always happen but there are a lot of talented edge rushers next year so with one of those two first round picks, I, I think Poles is going to be pretty dead set on taking an edge, and then wherever else he goes is going to be anyone's guess. And, and to piggyback on what Shorty's saying, it's not just so much the players. Keep in mind, these and so many trades happen now that, that didn't used to happen before. So you may see a situation where you know a team where they're slotted, they have got the fourth pick overall. Next thing you know, you know. You know the fucking Chiefs zoom up, <laughs> you know, and give the give the, give the you know, or some maybe not the Chiefs, but maybe a team that's you know a playoff caliber team sees their opportunity and they need a three-four edge rusher, not necessarily a four-three edge rusher. So Jared Verse to me, I think he's more of a DN as opposed to like the three-four edge rusher type. So someone needs a three-four, maybe Chop Robinson becomes that guy. You know that they Ooh, like they like. Yeah, they they like him. Penn State, Penn State watch Chop, out, man. Yeah, watch out for Penn State this year. By the way, I know I just went tangential with college football, but Penn State is a dark horse to win the Big Ten. I know everyone's Ohio State, Michigan. Penn State is loaded, especially on defense. But anyway, point being, 
it all depends on what teams move and maneuver during the offseason as well that may completely change the dynamic of what we all thought because everything was set based upon these players at this position for this team, but this team was a different system. So now they need a player that fits that system. So now Dallas Turner becomes a guy as opposed to Jared Verse. You know, and with or, those quarterbacks up there and with teams, the teams who could be picking first, I mean, the teams could be bad, could be a team that picked a quarterback this year, like the Texans or right. a team like the Cardinals, who are they get, They can't really move on from Kyler Murray. He's not going to play this year. They got two first next year. They can end up taking – if they, if they got two in the top five and don't take a quarterback with either one, that could shake things up or cause for another team to come up and get a quarterback. A lot of moving pieces moving heading pieces. into next year's draft. Yeah. <laughs> with us with two first-round picks, too, maybe right. Bowles wants to right. move up. Yeah, I mean, you never <laughs> yeah. know. It's going to be crazy, though. Yeah. What if Yannick has uh, 18 sacks this year? Then that means he's going to be a mercenary and go to a different team. He's so getting paid next year. Yeah, he's, he's probably Money. getting paid next year. Right. I mean, yeah. Right. Guarantee you, he's on a he's on a, a Super Bowl caliber team that's going to pay him that has enough yeah. space or whatever. So not the Bears. Eighteen, he's probably playing himself out of a extension. If he gets nine or ten, polls might extend him yes. for a year or two. I mean, eighteen? Yeah. No, no, he's going to want a bag and no. Yep. <laughs> want a bag. That's true. Yeah. Then, it's, then we're going to the draft, right? Yeah. <laughs> Find our next defensive end. Let's get to some of these questions in the chat there. Leo Factor has says, Leo. Oh. Bryce Young is looking sharp in training camp, according to, to Panthers reports. I see Bears and Panthers with a similar record. Ooh. I don't. Um, you're getting pulled, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> That's He's a not on the story back. I mean, Rookie quarterbacks just don't win a lot. I don't. I don't think Bryce plays seventeen games. That's that. That's a, that's another huge worry there. And then, yeah. Even if he does, though, I mean, he he's gonna have his struggles. You saw C.J. Stroud. If you got you guys haven't seen it yet tonight, but he comes out and he struggles. He's looked really good in camp too, but then. The first time you see a Bill Belichick defense live, like throwing <laughs> yeah. a pick instantly, like that, it happens. He's gonna struggle, he, and then the team around him. I mean, his weapons—they got some guys. I like Jonathan Mingo. Adam mm-hmm. Thielen's okay. Yeah. DJ Chark, but I mean, those are your three guys. You, th- those weapons aren't gonna rival anything in the top ten to fifteen teams in the NFL. So he's not scaring. You're not scaring people with that offensive cast. Miles Sanders and Hayden Hurst to running back and tight end like they're guys that are okay but they're not who's who's the superstar on that offense that's going to carry him because that's what when young quarterbacks come into the league that's what they need to take that step is you see it in, in any any quarterback that comes in whether it's um Joe Burrow he struggled mightily his rookie season it wasn't until he got Jamar Chase that he took off Justin Herbert really good as a rookie but he had Keenan Allen and Mike Williams I mean, you don't see it too often unless there's someone on the offense that can carry them. And I don't see anyone in Carolina doing that for Bryce. Yeah, even their running game. And Miles is a nice running back. Yeah. And I like Trouble Hubbard as well. So they've got depth there. I, I think they're, they're, like you said, they're, they're a nice team. There's nothing there that's scaring anybody. But it's there's respectable talent. I'll put it this way. Bryce starting out was way better than what Justin had. Yeah, I mean, you know. if they were if they were in any other division in the NFL other than the one they were in, though, 
I would say they almost have no chance to win the division. The reason, yeah, their division is so bad mm -hmm. that that's what's scary. You're like, wow, even if they only win seven games, it could still be in the hunt for that division if, if something mm -hmm. happens and the Saints aren't as good as people think. The Falcons are... Falcons are, are really interesting. They're the ones I'm hoping. I'm hoping the Falcons are my sleeper team this year. Mm -hmm. I, I like too. Arthur Smith. Um, Bijan is obviously a killer. They have a young defense that has some talent. They have some weapons with Kyle Pitts and um, Drake London on that offense. So Desmond Ritter's a worry, though. I mean, After I, watched, the, the I watched him in Cincinnati a lot, and he's he relied on his legs in clutch situations too much for me. Even when he had Alec Pierce and uh, – who's a tight end, Josh Wiley, and then Tyler Scott. They, they had a lot of weapons, and he didn't use them enough, in my opinion. After the Falcons lost the Super Bowl to the Patriots, they lost that 25-point lead. Because I currently live in Atlanta now, Glenn, Ooh. and that was when the new stadium was opening the next year. So I thought, okay, mm -hmm. this team is good enough. They can go back to the Super Bowl. I got I got uh, PSL you know, seats for fan, 500 bucks a piece. I thought – my tickets are like only like a little bit over a thousand dollars a year for two seats. It's not bad at all. I go to a game. I can get, I'm not kidding. A beer. I did this, a beer, a bottle of water, a, a cheeseburger and a, a, a chicken finger basket for $13. Oh, wow. That's a deal. They, they have not raised my season ticket prices on me at all. I still can't sell the damn tickets. Cause I don't go to any of the games. I just, <laughs> I figure if the Bears come in, if, if the if the Falcons can make the playoffs and the Bears come here, I got a built-in game there. If they come here and they play, I got a built-in game there. I try to sell the rest. Nobody wants to buy them. It's ridiculous. I think Dan just outed himself as a Falcons fan, guys. There you go. There I, don't, you. I don't know what happened here, but Dan's a season <laughs> yeah. ticket Falcons fan that's been trying to get out of it and get on this Bears bandwagon. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was thinking it was a great – PJ, thank you. He's PJ. out. Thank I you, PJ. Out of there. Shorty. I could do it, man. I wanted him gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Falcons fan running the show now. I don't. I don't oh know. my goodness! I, I take back all support. I, I thought it'd be a good investment. I could sell if if Beyonce comes here. I get I get first price of the tickets oh, for more. You know, whatever. Damn. It's looking ahead. Damn. Don't believe everything you think. How many times we got to go through this? <sighs> That's it. I, I'm out of here. <laughs> Thank goodness. Whew. Whew, man. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, I can't sell the tickets. Nobody wants to buy them. You got to wait till they get a quarterback. Look, what you got to hope for is the Falcons are really bad, and they end up taking a quarterback because that's when the season ticket sales spike up. Yeah. Panthers, but Colts, Bulldogs fans down they here. Got they got season tickets sold this year. <laughs> or we can wait for Carolina to be really bad. We get that first pick, trade it to the Falcons, and they can have <laughs> Then we can get a hole in return. <laughs> nice. I like that thinking, PJ. Hey, you know, that's that's I'm, that I'm, Madden I'm, thinking right there. That's that Madden playing. Uh, you may not play PJ, but that's that's that Madden mentality right there. I'm not lying, man. I, I don't play. I was surprised when you said you played. I'm like, what? He plays Madden? I want to oh, okay. play you so bad now, Glenn. I'm gonna, I'll send you my, my – uh, I new, can't wait to new play. New Madden, five days, guys. Yeah, what system do you have? You guys have. I'm on PS, PS5. Okay, yeah. I'm on PS4. You you're on five? I'm on five. Yeah. Damn it, I got. See, I got to get one of those. Well, me and Glenn could play. You can't play, Shorty. I'm sorry. 
Actually, this year for the first time that they have cross-platform. Oh yeah, so I, was I don't wondering. know if PS5 could play PS4 though. That's like backwards generation. Right. I know right. on PS5 well, I can play someone on Xbox, Xbox. Series X or PC. Um, not yeah. sure about the bet. We'll have to figure that out. Hey, Dan, I have quit a, being cheap and just get a Series uh, S or something for like two hundred bucks. <laughs> I have uh, Atari. Being cheap. I just, I just. Atari. Did you just say Atari? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Stop. 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 Stop yourself. Atari. <laughs> <laughs> is, is it even working, though, dude? You have pieces for it. You have the right pieces for it to break down for it to work. <laughs> no, it's been in his garage for thirty years. Like he's just like it's out there. Hey, I have it. You know, I didn't say I'm playing, but I have it. Oh my god! This guy can barely guy work can a computer. You should have seen us before the show. <laughs> there you He's go. Like, Wait, how do I? How do I? What is YouTube? Why, Why do, do I have two Fosters? He's just showing off. One Foster isn't bad enough. Yeah, one Foster's <laughs> enough. I don't. We can't handle it. <laughs> One Foster's too many, dude. That's what you told me last week. Not only do I play PJ, I'm also like in a league at, at my job. And really? it, it, oh, it, wow. it gets it gets super it gets super intense. Yeah, we, okay. we do at least several okay. seasons. So it's you guys do fantastic. like a franchise on there? Yeah, we do a franchise. That's pretty cool. Okay. We, we How many guys fantasy. do you have in it? Uh like, you no less than six, but we generally try to have around eight. So we have okay, two, okay. two divisions, uh That's one fun. in each conference. So a lot of inner work so. smack talk going on. Yeah. Oh my god. Fun. Yeah. For years we've been doing this. So so yeah, it's <laughs> at the water cooler talking, hey, what I did you last night? You know what? Oh no, we're so bad. <laughs> Guys will win a Super Bowl. They'll Xerox like a copy of a championship thing, and then they'll post it by their cubicle. Or they, they went to the supervisor's desk and put it like they taped it on his window, so he'll see it every day. I mean, it's, it's pretty intense. Man. Oh man, that's great. It gets pretty intense. That's what cool. I should mention, by the way, that Nick had to bow out of the show a while ago, just so you guys know. That's why Nick left. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I saw him type it over there, and then he just kind of yeah. disappeared, so I figured he would go. <laughs> he was like... He was like, when you gotta go, you gotta go, man. He wanted to leave. I'm like, no, stick around. We, I have a surprise for you. Then I brought you on. <laughs> now you got stuck with Glenn. I'm sorry. Right. Bro, I'm sorry. talking to Glenn has been awesome. Glenn, awesome to talk to you, man. If you ever want to come on the show or talk to me sometime, man, just hit me up. Like, Almost definitely, man. Very knowledgeable football guy right there. Thank honestly, you. Glenn, Thank seriously, you. you are honestly love listening to your. It's like it's like you guys are mirroring each other, yes, with your knowledge of football. I, 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 you got to get Swifty a job. <laughs> I, I'm trying to keep one myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got my own good thing going over here. I don't need a job. Yeah. No, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm keep like, hey, you guys want me to do this stuff, right? No, right? Crickets. Right, right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. <laughs> Uh, but no, I've, I've I've listened and watched some uh, sorts of stuff over, especially like uh, just around the pandemic is when I started, you know, catching different people's stuff. And over the past couple of years, yeah, every now and again, I'll chime in. And I, I really love his breakdowns. I think he does, I, I, not that I think, but he does a fantastic job. And it's just so cool to like, like somebody takes it seriously, you know, and it's not just on there, you know, just giving out stats. He, he, he always gives reasons why I think early on when we first when you guys first had me on I said like for me it's important not so much to be right or wrong but here are the reasons why you know I think why I think and here's what I want to share with you so you can kind of see what I'm seeing and then we'll go from there and I, I, I get that vibe just I'm just not meeting you obviously but I've always gotten that sure. vibe from from your work 
and that's why I like, you know, I, I go back to it from time to time and, and just check it out. I'm like, yeah, I wonder what he has to say about this. Guy. I'm like, yep, okay, I've seen the same thing. Or like, or I'm like, man, I wouldn't even think about that. So that's, that's always cool, man. It's like education. Right, you know, that's I, all right. Swifty's out of here. All right, now it's, it's, talk about <laughs> us now a little bit more, Glenn. <laughs> but I, I, I tell my, <laughs> I tell my daughters. I've, I've got four daughters, and I've, I've told each and every one of them, like, hey. If you're if you're not learning something every day, you're just not paying attention. Yeah. So you can learn something new every day, no matter who or whatever you think you thought you knew. Somebody may have a different way of looking at it that can help elucidate what you know an aspect that you weren't even thinking about. You know, and, that, yeah. and that's that's the beauty of uh, to me of, of, of sharing and, and having this kind of form here that BCP affords uh, everybody because BCP does. But no, but seriously, it, it's a cool thing and. And we're all sharing, and that's a great thing. Like, you know, Nick earlier said, Hey, I just want to put it out there. I don't have beef with Swifty. Like, you know, why does that have to be the thing? Why can't we just do like we're doing right here, share, you know, and get along and enjoy it and, and, and go from there? You know, that, that to me, that's much more fulfilling and much more fun and yeah. a lot less. And Swifty has passive. been such a great guy with this, too, like helping yes. me out as a friend. He's become a yes. friend yes. of BCP. Absolutely. Just, I mean, like, just a great guy. You, too, Glenn, you are a great guy. Yes. Like you two coming on the show tonight, it's just, it, it really just, I'm, I'm, my heart is really warmed right now seeing you guys here hanging out with us. This is amazing. You're, go, you're going over, t you're over two hours, Glenn. I was hoping for a half an hour. That means you're, like I said in the email, if you're having fun, hang out with us, you know, because we like to have fun on this show and that's what we're doing. I love it. Well, I just want to say one thing real quick. Oh, no, no. That's kind of yeah. a 27 part thing. No, no, no. no. This is going to <laughs> <laughs> just cut them off now before it's like another three hours dj's <laughs> usually got a question with 37 sub parts because oh, one have... more question and then uh, and then uh, Check it. two yeah. more questions for you appreciate this y'all will appreciate it now Perfect. glenn Please. said he has four kids right four doors four, four doors. doors a blizzard is coming glenn um, no, I'm not doing that to my wife any longer. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're past that point, and, and she wouldn't even know. Would, yeah, I'd, I'd lose members and body parts. So, yeah. No, no, we are, we are I, good I, for I, one, though. You know, you know, after the last child, I said, I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm, I, 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 I'm never doing I'm so sorry, baby. I'm not doing it. <laughs> so, no, we're good. <laughs> I got a grandson. I'm good. You know, let, you let, 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 let the other kids do. Let, 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 okay. let my, my, my older children do do the thing and, and keep it going. I, I did my part in that regard. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Grandchildren man. get to go home too. I know. That yes, one. they do. They do. Oh. <laughs> he was here earlier, as a matter of fact, and I watched him. I watched him go. Cool. Cool. Lovely, yeah, lovely was, that, was that your doorbell? Your doorbell? Your, your doorbell ringing like eighteen times during the show? Like ding yeah, dong. Oh, you heard that? Door. Sorry about that, guys. Oh. Yeah. Ding dong. <laughs> my, my, right my, here, my youngest came in, and then my oldest was leaving out. So, so yeah. So good. So good. I could tell because my my buddy has the same security system, where it's like back door. Right, back door. And every. <laughs> Well, yeah, I got that one too. That's I, why I, I, won't say, I won't say the first thing that came to my mind when I walked in the door, but I, every time I started going in this back door, I would change it to "I'm a back door man" from the doors, you know, just. To... <laughs> that was coming. Okay, okay, David, was I the only one who caught that? 
I yes, did. I, I, yeah, I, 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 I moved on quickly. I'm married. Dan says a couple questionable things every show. Like you catch him slipping every show, and it's like, man, you can't just say stuff like this on a day to day basis, do you? And then, and and then he has like two shows a week, and he says like five things, and it's like maybe he does. Like, it's a good thing we're not on every day. Okay. My best friend told me once, he says, the internet never loses. So what you say stays out there. So I... Okay. <laughs> it does. Internet's undefeated, man. It is. It's true. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's true. It's, it's definitely undefeated. Ooh, uh, I am going to hop off here, though. I got I got some stuff to do. I do want to say, though, Glenn, um, awesome, awesome talking to you, man. For real, a lot of, a lot of the people out there in the national media, I, I sometimes do take shots of the national media. And it's guys like you that I am not taking the shots at because guys like you at NBC that actually know what you're talking about and understand the prospects and watch tape and understand what's going on in the NFL. It's a pleasure to hear you talk when you're on TV, when you get your uh, shot. But, man, you're an awesome guy, man. It was great to hear you talk. And uh, you can tell just, just from this time meeting you and talking to you here, like, I can tell you're extremely knowledgeable and you know what you're talking about. And that's... That's something I can always pick up on pretty quickly most time. It means a lot. It does. Saying, and anyone, any and everyone saying that, it definitely means a lot coming from you. So thank you. Thank you. Yep. And I, I appreciate it. Make sure before you More get out here, make these guys shout out all your socials and everything multiple times. Because, yeah, chat, you guys need to follow this guy because NFL draft is huge. He knows college players. I'm going to be getting more into college football this year. I feel like I slacked a little bit last year because I was covering the Bears so much. But – always loved the game of college football and it's always fun to watch these guys grow up into nfl prospects and yeah. watch them throughout their careers so man awesome pj foster shorty i love you guys man good luck with the show shorty, i'll leave, see you in hey, indy before, <laughs> before you leave before you leave i need two things from i need one thing from you each uh okay. you and glenn uh uh walter keep the chat off because i want to re- use this to for for to add to the opening so swifty can i get used to say you done with bcp no nah, you can't get that Come on. <laughs> <laughs> See, i thought i thought you were supposed to say that and i'm supposed to say no yeah, i want to add me. you to the opener i want to add you to, oh, okay to the okay all right, all right, all right. So just give us your best you down with bcp come on all right, all right. <clears throat> two three four you down with bcp all right you can all leave right. now all right, I'm out. Peace. Love you, brother. Yeah, I mean, yes. Hold on a second. Now I'm not done. I need I need Glenn to say too. Glenn, can you give me your best? You down with BCP? You down with BCP? Yes. Perfect. Thank you. You are in the collage now, Glenn. Are you down with BCP? Do you mind? Do you mind if I? I'm definitely down with BCP. Oh, that's even better. So uh, so I I can use you in that that for the opener to add you to it. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I, I have, I, the slings and arrow of misfortune have always come, <laughs> have come. So I'm, I'm okay with it. It's it's all good, man. It's hey, do you, do you want to shout out your uh, your uh, uh, social media things there, uh, Glenn? Oh, um, yeah, you can. I'm and I'm still rebuilding this because that other one was just. Crap, craptacular. Um, so I'm on Twitter, which I guess is X now. So uh, you can catch me, real Glenn Morgan at True Glenn Morgan. 
And uh, you can always catch me. Just go on YouTube. Uh, you can uh, type in my name, G-L-Y in Glenn Morgan, and you'll see me on Football Night in Chicago on NBC Sports from time to time. Uh, they're on the Center podcast. And I have my own podcast. Well, not just mine. I share it with two other guys. Really good dudes, uh, Ezra McCann and Brandon Williams. Uh, we're easy at the letters E and Z. So easy, smoke, and the GM. So Ezra's easy, Brandon Smoke, and I play off my initials, Glenn Morgan, to be the GM. So easy, smoke, and the GM. Uh, during the summer, we only put out about one a month, but once football season rolls around, we're weekly. If you would ever like any any one of us to be your guests, we would love to. Oh, uh, most definitely. That. Most yes, definitely, man. Sure. I, I've got the email stuff, and I'll, you know, just, I'll get everyone's information via you know, the email, and I'll, I'll definitely be in touch, man. I would, would love to have you guys on. And I uh, we are our podcast. We're, we're I can't talk about it about being retro because we're we ours isn't uh, visual. It's just straight audio, <laughs> so we're just straight like raw, you know. But but you know what? Just like you guys, we love to have fun. Uh, we love talking sports. Uh, three guys from the South Side. Uh, everything is primarily Chicago sports, uh, minus the Cubs and minus the Blackhawks. Oh, <laughs> pull them, Walter! Pull them, Walter! <laughs> hey, I'm right there winning. Though. I'm right there winning. <laughs> It's funny because we don't. It's not because we don't like the Blackhawks. We just don't. We don't. We're not trying to kid ourselves that we know hockey like, as much as we yeah, feel like we, to, yeah. we can. Like we can opine on, on basketball, football, yeah. and baseball. Now, Brandon, uh, Brandon, our, our my my guy Smoke. He's uh, he was all state uh, when he was at Simeon High School. He went to Grambling State and was all conference there at middle infielder. And he currently just recently became the head coach of a Simeon baseball program, but he also coaches in the White Sox youth system. So he's a life baseball player, you know, lifetime baller. So he gives a different perspective, a really you know, a continuous perspective on, on sports, uh, especially from the baseball uh, end of things. Ezra played offensive lineman uh, in college as well. He went to another HBCU grad. He went to Hampton. So again, another another perspective there. And Ezra and I work together. You know, he's a he's a producer uh, editor over at uh, ABC. Uh, so we're bringing you guys. Uh, uh, oh, I'm not going to say a wealth, but we're bringing you a variety of of, of layered uh, sports, you know, interactivity, you know, and what have you. And just again, we we keep it fun. Uh, we definitely ex express our opinions. We feel strongly about something. We don't, you know, a flil flam flam flil. Word will come out a time or two, so we, you know, we, we 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 let it out, but we do it respectfully, we do it tastefully, and uh, we we enjoy sports, and that's that's the kind of uh, synergy. And every now and again, you know, we, we try and have some of those guests on there too, so some of those big time guests, if we if we can if we can swing one. So, but having you guys on, we'll we'll for that one, you know, because we're, we're we'll be your big time your big time. Guests <laughs> no, doubt. no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Hey. <laughs> So, but, uh, but yeah, man, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I, this, this platform, man, it's, it's so cool. It gives all of us an opportunity right. to really speak our minds. Uh, right. but make friends it. from it that you would have never known that you would make friends from out of nowhere, just from a common, a yeah. common love like this. And we consider you to be a friend. Seriously, you, you are, we cannot wait to have you on again. Like you have been a lot of fun. Seriously. It, I'm just saying. It. We finally got another brother on the show. That's all I'm saying. Fish and spaghetti. You know what I'm saying? Fish and spaghetti. Don't let the last can fool you. Still, still brother underneath. This is all, you know. It's... Okay, there you go. That's what I know. But hey, but check out. You see that paneling behind Foster? Yes. 
Yeah, where the bodies are hidden. Yeah, that's where the bodies are hidden, bro. Ah, I didn't see that. I don't know which family you're talking about. I didn't see a thing. That's exactly what you're talking about. You're not going to pull them. That's my John Wayne Gacy paneling, man. I didn't hear that either. It's about when it was put in, too. Glenn, before you leave. Hey, hey Glenn, you said you went to Marist? Go, uh, see? Ooh. You, 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 you tried. Now you just insulted our guy. I tried to hold it back. And I tried not to have the F come out, but I hate. And I don't, I don't hate anything, but I do hate Marist. That's the one thing I That's hate. how I feel about the Packers. I, don't, I oh, hate to use the word hate, but when it comes oh. to the Packers, I hate hate the Packers. I worked with a guy for 15 years through the Brett Favre in the beginning of the Aaron Rodgers era. Just I wanted to beat my head off my table every day. I know. I feel it. Look, I, I almost vandalized Maris High School driving by at one time. That's how much I hate that school. I was ready. Just to... with toilet paper and eggs, though. No, 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 no. I was going to take something and throw like a hard thing, like a brick or I'll something through the here. window. I was going to piss along the wall. I hate that school. I went to Brother Rice. If you're wondering where the hate comes from, I went to Brother Rice, and they're like a mile apart from one another. And uh, it's, it's, it's a big time robbery, but it goes deeper than that. <laughs> I just really I'm hate glad that. I hate that school too. I went to Holy Cross, which is no longer around for decades. But okay, yeah. So, so we, we, we like can share in that hate. Thank so you. We, we've got that in common. <laughs> yeah. I like what Doug right. Van Dorn says here. Pull it up, Walter. Oh fuck! Oh fuck that shit! You can say fuck. <laughs> okay. All right, Doug. Appreciate you. <laughs> I'm sorry, sorry, Walter. <laughs> you actually were the first one to slip up and say the f word, though. He said Maris. So, I tried to hold it back, man. I, I just no. It was earlier. It. it was like no. It was like an hour ago. You didn't even know you did it, and I was I was proud of you. I had a yeah. moment of pride. I was probably of thinking of Maris at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that would do it. That would definitely do it. <laughs> that would do it, man. <laughs> I always hated St. Patrick's, man. St. Pat's. I didn't, didn't come across them too often, but I, I feel you. Mount Carmel. You yeah, know. Mount Carmel. Oh. Yeah, I went see? to Rowling yeah. High School. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, isn't yeah, that where uh, stay up there. Mount Carmel, isn't that where uh, old boy's coaching at now? Uh, former full, fullback? Lynch. I think Jordan Lynch, isn't he? Former. Mm, I uh, thought it was... Uh, Really? Jordan Lynch isn't there anymore. I thought he was still coaching there. I, I, don't, I don't know who's coaching at Marist now. I know he was yeah, coaching there at one point. The guy who went to uh, North uh, Northern Illinois as quarterback and was in the Heisman candidacy for like really? I think his Heisman candidate for two years back to back. I think I think he's might be the most prolific quarterback in the history of college football. I have to go back and look. He has some crazy numbers, dude. Okay. Back to back um, years. And the Bears actually he was actually on the Bears. He was actually trying to make the Bears at one point as as I think as freezer pickup at Right. Jason McKee. That's what I was saying. He's on, he doesn't coach there. I you know I do not know who's coaching there now. He does. He does. So, okay. Yeah, Jason McKee is coaching Carmel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. All go. right. That's what. Okay. All right. I, I have one more question for you before we wrap up the show, Glenn. Is uh, talking about me. Oh. What's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yeah. Uh, to eat. Or to make? What? What do you? What? Let's go. Roll it, PJ. What's your go-to, like, um, I have to have this at least once a month, kind of a, for me, it's like, it's, for me, it's an Italian beef. Let's put it that way. So mm -hmm. just put it into perspective for your own thoughts. What's your one meal that you have to have? Like, a, 
it's fish and spaghetti or if it's um uh i would say that's that i that i that my favorite but i don't always go to it because it's 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 more of like and that's a seasonal but it's it's something that you you don't always necessarily it's like a like a home style meal like a home meal not even that no that's just it it's not that it's it's more I won't say that's not a delicacy, but it's it's a bit more closer to that than it's not. Oysters. I, I love oysters on a half show. Um, that's I love, so you, I, love so like, oysters, I love oysters fried. I love oysters. So once uh, a month you go to New Orleans for good oysters. Is that what you're saying? If I could, oysters in New Orleans. Would. My wife and I, my family, we love going to New Orleans. I like to oh, they're amazing. Family down there and the oysters down there, man. But you know what? I, some of the best oysters I've had are actually on the east coast i have a, my sister my sister lives in maryland and uh i had some great oysters out there it's it's the time of the year you know that you go uh, but yeah I, I love seafood as an overall kind of a you know thing but i, I oysters are kind of kind of the thing as just the other day i was feeling for some and i went to this place called lawrence's and i, I went and got some late night and you know just because but but yeah i love it as far as what i like to make um like most i'm assuming i'm gonna I'm gonna speak for all men, although I shouldn't. I'm probably better at breakfast food making than I am. Yeah, <laughs> grilling and breakfast food. I'm probably better at those things than I am. Oh, you better be a good griller because oh, yeah, you your be. wives don't grill, yeah. right? You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta be. But but my my thing, the thing I hang my hat on, because I don't have any hair. The thing I hang my hat on, <laughs> my blueberry pancakes will make you slap your mom. Yep, just like that, and 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 not only that, but after you eat them, you get the itis, and it's like you know you get your nice good 20, 30 minute power nap. My blueberry pancakes are they're they're the shiznit, yeah, and and I don't I don't normally do this about anything, but those blueberry pancakes. So, so yeah, really, I feel, okay, I feel about those. You know about the itis, uh, shorty? No, but hold on a second before you you uh, expound on that. <laughs> Take a picture of your next blueberry pancakes okay. and. Email them to the show, and we'll next time we have you, we have you on, we'll show you the we'll show the pancakes that you Not make. Not my face, just the pancakes. Yes, right, yes. I get you. Better, yes. better <laughs> yet, next time you make them, send them to me because I eat blueberries almost every day. Oh, I love blueberries. Yeah, one yeah, way or the so. other, smoothie, pancakes, oh, nice. cereal, whatever. There, I eat them almost every single day. Okay, this is what you get, Shorty. After you eat a good good meal, you get sleepy, so we mm. call it. Sleeping itis, so you get the itis. Shorty's just out of touch with a lot of things. It appears. So. It's like so. It's like um, like the tetra, whatever you get from eating turkey. What do you, what oh, do they call it? Uh, um, uh, t- not tendonitis. What is it? Uh, tryptophan. 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 Yes. So it's the uh, tryptophan you get from eating. Just, just a big, eating. a, a nice big full meal full of deep fried. Catfish and pasta <laughs> just gives you the nitus, right? Is that what you're saying? There you, there you go. Yes. <laughs> that's, 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 retro says it best. Retro says it best. Oops. My bad one. My bad. It's all good. Yeah, me just, neither, Glenn. Glenn no PJ, the It's great. Food coma, yes. Guys, stop, uh, stop growing everywhere else, man. Out my ears, out my <laughs> right, nose, right, out my back. 
Right. Got to get that manscaping thing. You know, get the little uh, there you $10 go. Dollar thing. You know, get the, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Don't want to grow hey, out. Hey, Glenn, I want to personally thank you, man, for coming on. It has been a pleasure. I truly enjoyed it, man. Thank you very thank much. You, I appreciate your knowledge. I appreciate you hanging out with us, uh, loosening up your collar, as it were. So, man, thank you. Seriously, thank mm -hmm. you. Hey, guys, it, it was a pleasure. The honor was all mine. Trust me. I, anytime. I Look, the fact that you even asked me, thank you. <laughs> you know, you, you definitely yeah. didn't have to, and, and I appreciate that you did. And and uh, I look forward to extend, extending this, uh, this this partnership, friendship, uh, this oh, relationship. Absolutely. We We'd like to have you back again, though. Absolutely. Oh. Yeah, we'd love to. More than more than once. Once we get yeah. into like even more uh, draft stuff, that would be even like, seriously. Hey, you are. Hey. Uh, I guess you I BCP now. You said it yourself. <laughs> I did say it. I, I stand by. I, I stand by that as well. Cool. That's great to know. If you're up on Truly a Thursday before you're nibbling and you get some itis. <laughs> just just pop in the chat and say something. We'll throw you a link, man. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> more times more times than not, I'm at the I'm in this uh, this is one of those anomalies that turns my work schedule. Yeah, but but there yeah. are times where you know it may be like some downtime or something. I'll, I'll pop on man, I'll definitely pop in, man, and and, and throw a word or two, no doubt. Especially if you're, cooking, if you're cooking something, man, then you could show it to us. Yeah. Just, <laughs> these, these just us, you can even there, just man. send us a picture of something. Just send us the blueberries one day you're making it. You don't even have to be on the show. We'll just pull it up and be like, this is Glenn's, this is Glenn Morgan's blueberry pancakes that he was talking about. And, and we'll, you'll have props right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> now come draft season, we'll yes, be sir. calling upon you. Hey, man. Yeah. Nothing to it, man. Nothing cool. to it. Cool. I got Honestly, it. seriously, and much appreciate you. Like, seriously, Glenn, thank you so much for joining us. I'm glad you had as much fun as we did because – like I was telling you in the email, that's that's what that's what this show is about. And so, you're here for two hours and forty minutes, man. That's, that's you with us. Appreciate that's that. That's love, man. That's love. I think, I that's, think that's a I think that's a record. Well, that I, yes. I I guess that's either I need to get a life or I really enjoy being. Here. <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> take the really life. Enjoy being here. That's what it is. no, I really <laughs> enjoy being here. By all means, guys, I I, I did it. It's it, it was cool, man. And thank you so much for having me. I I do appreciate it. humbled and honored. Uh, thank you so much. And like I said, was looking forward to, you know, going forward, man, and having much more fun. And I, I heard you guys saying Indianapolis. I'm assuming that's the combine you guys are talking about, that you'll be down there. No, well, next right. week for our joint. Oh, uh, for next week. Camp. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I thought you were talking about the combine. So I was going to say, hey, I'm, I'm going to try and talk my way. For, I'm going to try and have my job, you know, see if they can sponsor me down there. I was trying to get to the combine. But, but hey, at some point in time, I, my brother, I have, I have, like I said, I have four siblings. Um, one of my brothers, one of my siblings, he lives in Indianapolis, so you never know. I might, I might bump into you guys. If not sooner, maybe later. Oh, that'd be cool if you did. I want to thank you for being on and, I, and your your candor and your knowledge. Uh, it's some of the best conversation we've ever had on the show tonight in the history of the show. Believe it or not. <laughs> I do find it hard serious, to believe you guys. You guys do such a good job of you're so ingratiating and and you bring everybody in, and that's. I said before that's important. There's so many people out there. It's it's it, everyone's, you know, closing down other people or what's the word they say they're, they're channeling people off or whatever it is, canceling people. That's what it is. Yes. Everybody's canceling one another for whatever goofy reason. And you guys are the opposite of that. You're, you're ingratiating. You're incorporating. Uh, you had Nick on. You brought in Shorty. You know what I'm saying? That's that's awesome. And so yeah. that kind of stuff 
you know, it, it, it extends itself forward and, and that the people here who've been on the chat have been saying wonderful things and, and being involved that to me, that's what it's all about. So thank again, I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Thank you guys. I, I truly appreciate it. And uh, I, you know, the vibe you guys sent out there is something that uh, we all be better off if, if everyone else is more like you guys. Most definitely. We pre truly appreciate thank, that. Thank you we try to uh, build this show on incorporating chat our guests to where it's like a bunch of friends just hanging out talking bears football and if mm -hmm. we branch off into something else so be it but yeah. because it's all love you know right. even when we rag on each other it's kind yeah. of a love spot it really is yeah it's always from fun it's, it's, yeah that's why you get pulled saying shit. right that, that that's hilarious i love that so yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah don't screw up next time you get pulled again all right. <laughs> you got off. I was like, uh, I'm going to pull him right now. Damn it. Oh, I'll let him go. The way I look at it, if I didn't get pulled, I wasn't I wasn't being a good guest. So. <laughs> okay, there you go. Uh, <laughs> Your ranking is high. Your ranking yes, is high. <laughs> you wanted a crew. You got what, you who is it? Steve, Steve Phillips is laying in bed with a little buzz, and he wants to make some blueberry pancakes now because of you. <laughs> hey man, more to marry you. Let's right do there. it. Right there. <laughs> He's great. Glenn, Glenn, thank you so much, man. We will be yeah. in in touch. We'll have you on again as soon as you would like to come on. And um, a great show. Thank you so much for joining us. We're going to wrap this up and talk shit a little bit about ourselves, and then we'll um, we'll uh, wrap this up. But we love you so much. Thank you for joining us. Pre thank seriously. You. Hey, Much respect, man. Back at you guys. Love you both. Thanks, Glenn. Peace. Have a great one. You Bye. too. Bye-bye. You too, man. Stay safe out there. No doubt. <laughs> guys, that was awesome. That, that was, was awesome. man. That man. was. I missed, a, I missed a little bit when the, the internet went down. <laughs> now it's working. Everything's working. They told me it wasn't going to be on for 24 hours. Huh. I Ridiculous. don't know. I'm yes. Glad guys, I'm glad you guys got all my questions in, too. That was the other yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You You're welcome. You did. Are you between fucking with us? Or? No, between you guys in the chat. Oh, good. You guys got my questions in. So I was like, cool. At least I got some answers, man. Sorry, Walt. I didn't mean to pull that up. I'm just, I'm, I, I got to get used to having a producer again. So you can, <laughs> you, you can review that. Blueberry that pancakes, too, don't you? Yeah. Swifty saying you want some some blueberry pancakes too. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know what Walter, as well as Cliff, what they fixed for tonight's dinner. That's what I want to know. I don't know. I was just thinking IHOP myself and Doug Van Dorn brought it up. There's one over in Des Plaines. I think I'm going. You son of a guns. You know, I can't even order a pizza past eight o'clock here. You guys, Foster, you can walk down the road and get Taco Burrito King. Like, uh. I'm jealous of that. I, I could crawl there on my lips. If I, had I couldn't even drive somewhere and get a, a burrito that good, much less walk. No, you couldn't, not in that state. No. So. <laughs> well, thank you, Mark, for the compliment. Appreciate it. Uh, Brian, thank you. Uh, I thought, Yeah, I thought it was a great show as well. Uh, the guests were just awesome. Yeah, Mark saying, wow, that was incredible. Uh, Brian Gilmore saying, big time show, guys. Thank Thanks you so much. much. I mean, seriously, we love you guys. Doug Van Dorn, you better say hi to me next next time in chat. I'm going to be offended. <laughs> <laughs> Talk, just next time, just yeah. say, fuck you, shorty. 
Intent. That's all you have to do. Just say fuck you, shorty. I'd be like, okay. That's right. At least that's he acknowledges that here. That's, that's Swifty. That's what he's used to, man. I feel like I'm. I feel like I should be ashamed. Like he's. I don't want anybody to know that I'm a Bears Country podcast fan. I'm a closet Bears Country podcast fan. I can't. I can't say hi to Shorty. Mm. I'm just fucking with you, Doug. Man. I love you, man. Okay, Cliff. Is is Cliff still here? Because I want to know what he had for dinner tonight. And Walter, come on. Probably sent me five pictures by now, but I missed him. I I just need to know. I've got I've got it listed as my residence on on Twitter. It's Bears Country, Illinois. That's where I live. Bears Country, Illinois. It says it right on my Twitter page, man. That's awesome. Bears Country, Illinois. Bears Country, Illinois. That's where I reside. That's what I have to put in mind. Then DJ's been all over the world, even to Texas, and he still came back to Bears Country, Illinois. Love it. Well, this is true. This This is is true. This is true. This is true. Guys, can I do a shameless plug really quick? Walter, can you pull up the PSF um, overlay? I I did do. I need to do a shameful plug for PSF. I mean, starting uh, this week, I signed the contract. It's official with PSF. Uh, so it's pro sports fanatics. Go to the Apple store, go to your, um, Android store, download the PSF app and find the bears fan chat section. There's also a bears country podcast chat section. Um, we're going to be doing the lot, the games live stream from our mobile devices, me and somebody else. I might even know who it is right now. Let me check my email. I've been waiting to find out who I'm being paired with. It's like I'm on pins and needles could be a former player. It could be Lester Wiltfong, for all I know, because Lester is also a part of this, which is a very small world, being our last guest last week. And we went to the same high school. But please download the PSF app and check us out for the games, for the Bears games. There's going to be two teams, me and another team, and so we'll be alternating games. But the games that we're not alternating, we're going to try to still do those game streams on BCP as well. So stay tuned for that. So we've got some fun stuff coming up for BCP. And make sure you download that PSF app. Give, give that a, 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 a chance, man. There's If you're a, a Reds fan, but you're a Bears fan, you can find your favorite. There's every team, every sport, chat rooms, We'll be able to bring all you guys into the to the live stream of the Bears games on PSF, um, just like we do on this channel. It's they're actually kind of ironically trying to promote the same thing that we're doing here on BCP, which is to have you guys come in from chat. So this is just going to be like a live chat stream that anyone can just join. So very exciting. I'm ex- I'm excited, and um, it's a shameless plug for them because I'm not getting paid for this, but. Go ahead and check it out, guys. You can go ahead and pull it. Up. Absolutely, man. These guys are freaking hilarious tonight. PJ, what are we following up with? Identifying the bodies in my basement. They said, <laughs> "How do we read all this stuff, man?" They, they said, "How do we?" They said, "How do we follow up a great show like this?" I was like <laughs> trying to identify the bodies in Foster's basement. PJ. <laughs> That will take weeks, Retro says. That'll take weeks. No, it'll take months, Retro. Months. <laughs> you got you got the basement and the paneling, and it's three walls. 
But no, seriously, uh, Cliff and Walter, I really want to know what was on you guys' dinner tonight, man. Let us know, man. What's up? Well, Leo was saying he had baby back ribs marinated in Korean barbecue sauce. That's pretty easy to make. It tastes great. Oh, Leo had it? Leo, Leo did, you boil, did you boil them ribs and then cover in sauce, or did you marinate them first with the sauce? You silly, silly men. I'm just saying, what, what is Korean barbecue sauce, though? I don't know what that is. Well, I sometimes boil them and then put them on the grill and then cover them. In I sauce. mean, and it's a Korean barbecue I've sauce. Never, sometimes I've right never, sometimes I've I'll never throw them in the crock. Barbecue sauce. You've never what? I've never made Korean barbecue sauce. Yeah, I want to know what that is. Because I mean, I lived in Korea it's for what? Korean. It's Korean, PJ. <laughs> I was in Korea for a year and a half there, Shorty. So then you had Korean barbecue sauce. <laughs> they brought over some sweet baby rays. Oh, they're bringing out sweet baby rays to you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where's it? Where's the I got you, PJ. Just pull me. Just pull me. I'm looking for something anyway. Just pull me. I'm like, golly. I'm trying to tell him. I know what kimchi is over in Korea. I don't know what Korean barbecue sauce is. Oh wow! Said he says it's in most stores. There, you can. Uh, there's recipes for it. You can make your own. But you probably got most of the stuff. You only might have to get a few things. There's, okay. there's stuff on Google. You can find it if you want to look at it. I mean, there's. there's you know, it's, it's. I'm serious. No, I'm, I'm looking at what Rachel's saying. This dude. Man. Well, he's this what's going now? DJ <laughs> KFC while in South Korea, Korean fried cat. <laughs> what a little spaghetti. <laughs> Korean fried cat with spaghetti. How about that? It's got, it's got <laughs> sweet and sour sauce in it, kind of stuff. And it's like a sticky, sweet and spicy sauce. There you go. He's okay. got it. Hmm. Never had it. You guys, uh, you guys talk while I urinate and look Walter for this knows. picture. I have to find this picture while I urinate. Yeah, that'll be fine, Dan. And no, I have never had sticky ribs. <laughs> Say that again, Pete. I'm sorry. Swifty uh, says, "Have I ever had stick sticky ribs? I have never had sticky ribs. Sticky ribs. Yeah. Like, well, okay. Hmm. Man, interesting." So no response from Cliff yet. No response from uh, Walter. Yeah, Walter, I'm I'm looking at you, buddy. Yeah, I'm Doug, looking at you. Doug Van Dorn, no, says you know it's no problem, but it's been five years since I had a cigarette. Watching Foster smoke and gives me a little pang of desire for one. Uh oh. It's easily ignored, but it's still there. That that just tells me I got to stop smoking on the air, even, dude. Because you don't want to go back to this crap. Man. It's the worst thing I've tried to quit in my life. I can quit. I've quit everything else, man. Cigarettes has been the biggest battle for me in my life because I've been doing it too long. I agree with you. I mean, Leo, I mean, I'm not opposed to trying it, but excuse me, I just haven't tried it yet. So I might have to look into it. Uh, I just like never tried it. I think you will enjoy it. So I'm I, like I said, I'm, I'm willing to try it. I'm definitely willing to try it. What's going on, Walter? Great What's job. Up, great, great job. Great. Great job there, Walt. 
Oh, you're muted. You're muted. muted. Coming in like Tooch. Oh, he's not muted. I still can't hear him. Yeah, no, I can't hear him either, but it doesn't say that he's muted. It's because I said great job. Of course, it cut out right when I said that. He did. It was, it was, it was, I, I just, this internet stuff, I can't wait to get back to my own residence and do this. I've got Comcast there, but I don't have the problems that I've had in this house for some reason. I don't, it's just the location I'm in. I Those think. bodies are blocking the signal. <laughs> I think it's this, honestly, because I noticed this. At O'Hare, every time they change runways, like like now, the last hour, they're not uh -huh. going over the house. But when I started, planes were going over every 10 seconds over this house. They had to close the door and stuff. Oh, wow. Okay. And and it, it seemed like when they switched runways again and went back going north or south instead of east west because I'm east straight east of O'Hare, mm -hmm. the internet came back on and I, I literally called Comcast and they gave me a repair time of nine thirty five p.m. Friday night. All so right. I thought I was just done for. I just want to make but, sure you got your a good phone working and a good or a good camcorder. Because when you at Bears Camp next Wednesday and Thursday, I want good videos. No excuses. I'm, get, I'm getting a new phone too, dude. Top of the line. Okay. No excuses. Okay, sec, second from top of the line because I ain't going all the way up. Like I said, no excuses, bro. I want well, good videos. That's, that's why I'm going with Swifty. He can cover my ass when I fuck it all up. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think he caught me out because when he left, he said, "Hey Dan, I'll see you in Indianapolis," and then he boogie. See, he Swift even says, "You're the official cameraman." Oh crap, dude! Don't do that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, so didn't he, didn't he just say one of me was enough, and he wants me to be the official cameraman? <laughs> what are you going to do, Swift? You sit there and go, "Hey Foster, further, keep going, keep going." <laughs> He's going to get me as far away from him as possible. <laughs> You're the official cameraman. I'm trying to take you. He'll be taking care of stuff, talking to women, doing all this stuff. Because you know, unlike, all this crap. You know what? Unlike the Bears camp, you can actually record over there in any. any. That's, so, that's man, plenty of videos come next Thursday, bro. I, I actually could have got tickets the last two days for here, and I didn't do it. Really? Because I. Yeah. I'm gonna go there and just hang. So, I just when he brought that up, man, I was like, "Going, I'm going. I know I can get some footage there." So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Get some good footage, man. So, Show us some. Give me some footage of uh, Travis Gibson. I will do my best to cover every everybody I can cover in the two days and the time that I have. Travis Travis Gibson. That's all I can do, man. Did you guys miss me? No, yeah. Man, yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, well, PJ did. I, you know me. I had this picture of these ribs I made. I don't know where they're yeah, at. Mark Kazak is asking, "Do you have a smartphone, uh, Foster?" That was a dream. You see, there's a no, dream. I got a dumb phone. No, I got. Foster's I, got three dumb phones. Yes. They're all. One of them's dumber than the next. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm kidding. I'm not. 
I guess I'm not just a cameraman. I'm Swifty's slave for a couple days, too, it looks like. When I was hanging out with him, his one phone, he's like, ah, fuck, this internet, it, it takes like four hours for me to get an email on this one. Send it to this one. It, I, I'm getting that. I'm getting that taken care of, man. I, I got, got a new phone coming, so I will have that before we go down there. To answer... Yes, it's a smartphone, too. To answer Leo's question as well, do you like cooking, Foster? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I just hate I, the cleanup, but that's why I went out and bought a dishwasher. I, I'm yet. I'm still learning. I'm still in my learning phase, but yeah, I'm. I'm trying to cook. I, trying, working on it. It, it. it was kind of rough in my younger years, man, and and I remember being like nine or ten. Shut up. This is like 300 years ago. <laughs> no, we, we learned to cook early here, man, in my house. Because you, you were cook, 10, it was 746. What? We agreed that you were 756 years old. So it would be Seven, 746. Now it's like triple of what it was. You guys, Wait a minute, man. If was, he was back there with 372, now it's 760. It's really like. I don't know. You were, you, you were back there with Moses, Moses right? So I'll just shut up. Weren't you on the other side of the Red Sea when Moses parted it? I was golfing, dude. Remember? See? I thought you was fishing, but see, you were golfing. <laughs> My fault. You guys came up with that one like four weeks ago. I don't remember the story. I know just somebody goes, yeah, and when they parted the Red Sea, there was Foster over there trying to take a chip shot. <laughs> when they parted the Red Sea, Foster was standing there going, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Do the splits. Bang. <laughs> but hey, you know, you age pretty well. You age pretty well, though. Not really. For yeah, 7.56, you look great. Yeah. Foster is getting a new phone. That BlackBerry is the top of the line in 1998. <laughs> 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 I actually had a BlackBerry, and I thought it was really a nice phone back then, too. Wow. Retro emailed me and said that he wanted to, he, he wants to come on the show, and he has like an entire list of burns for everybody. We'll just do it, man. We'll, we'll hey. do a whole show, at Retro. Retro, come on, because we have that remove button just for you, buddy. Yeah, we, you can. We, you can, can guarantee you can out as we please, man. <laughs> I'm telling. <laughs> Did you guys read this one? <laughs> Retro's family learned to cook five years before he was invented. Foster's <laughs> family learned to cook five years. I would just stand there and go. <sighs> God. Scary! Scary! That's what he said. His email, he said, I will, I won't read you the entire email. I'll just read you what he, just the point I'm trying to make. Uh, it was pretty funny. He said, let's see, where is it? Uh, go ahead, go ahead and talk while I'm uh, looking for this. <laughs> when 700 years you reach, you will look like a garbage filled beach. Let's see. Uh, I changed. I changed whatever Doug said there. Doug Van Dorn said, "When seven hundred years old you reach, so good you will not look." 
I had to read you the burn because it was really funny. Man. What just popped in? Hey, man, they may not yeah. have fire, but they Walter. Oh, Walter left for a minute, huh? Yeah, his sound was out. You got your sound now, Walter? Nope. Bogus. Yeah. You can hop out and reset everything, Walter, and come back in. <coughs> I think it's not going to affect us. The show's still live. Where the hell did that go? I'm like completely incompetent tonight trying to find shit. I had a, I had pictures of ribs I was trying to show you. Couldn't find <clears> them. <throat> so back to the food topic. Retro might think it's my favorite topic, but it's not. But uh, yeah, so Korean style barbecue sauce for Leo. What else have the chat been cooking tonight? Uh, I saw something, but I can't really find it. Oh, let me show you what. So I wanted to show you guys this at least. I have, I do have this. Uh, let's see. I got this this pellet griller for like three hundred bucks. It's a pellet grill. A pellet grill. Yeah. Oh, okay. So let me show that to you. And this is, I was trying to find the ribs that I cooked on it because they looked absolutely amazing. Mm. And I don't know what I just did with that picture. Okay. Mark Kazak said he had toast and cereal tonight. Toast and cereal. That's a, that's a heck of a combination. I can honestly say I don't think I've ever had that as a retro had Retro had STDs for dinner. Retro <laughs> So it's a little, it's like a little portable Traeger pellet grill that you can get okay. for cheap. They're not like $2,000. You can get it for like under, you know, 400 bucks or less, I think. But I cooked some amazing ribs on these. I mean, you know, six hours, eight hours on this thing. Wow. Amazing. So check one of those out. Check out one of the Traeger portable grills. You can figure find them at Traeger.com. <laughs> I think I'm getting paid for that. Take, take that off of there, man. I, I want to say this because I didn't get to mm. say some stuff because of my uh my internet issue here. But you guys were talking about um college players and stuff, that conversation between Swifty and uh Glenn. And I was going, I really don't look at any of that till like literally when I do my first mock, which is usually December 26th, and I start looking at that because it changes the order that these guys are look you're looking at changes so much for two and a half, three months there, you know. And then as far as the offensive line, we depth is going to be the issue. Do we have any depth? Uh, yeah. We don't. We really don't even know if if our if our first string guys are going to be effective together yet. I wanted to mention this, but I forgot to. I, Somebody brought it up too, and I'm, I'm the same way. I, you know, those first two games that we play are like the extended preseason because the, the starters don't get to play hardly at all in the preseason anymore. Right. That was that was always part of the game with having the four games. You you figured out who was who, and then you put these line this line together, and, right. and you played them for what a quarter or so together in the third game usually. Well, you don't have that fourth game to fall back and find out who's who. 
and you know your depth wise. So I, I was gonna say, man, talk to me after that Kansas City game, and I'll tell you what the Bears are gonna be, because by then everything really should be worked out as long as those guys stay healthy those first three weeks. Then, then we should have a much better idea of what we're going to be involved with this year. Who's going to be what? Are they going to be a top 10 defense? Or can, can they score 25, 25 points a game and give up less than that per game on average? Those are the things you that we got to get back to. If you have the Chiefs as a win, look at what, what that does for our record there. That'd be... Well, I, I, I didn't say it was a win. But I'm I saying... Meant after that game, I they could be 0-3, man, if, if things are not meshing right right away. Like I said, that's why I'm calling those games preseason, man. The first two, three games. This ain't the first two, at least. So, but if they do win that Chiefs game, look at that with me. What does that mean? 8-0? That means they win the Chiefs game. Because... The NFL, man, and things things stay the same, but not for long. Just like somebody said, man. Who said that? Glanville said that. This is the NFL, not for long. Hmm. His job, anyway. I don't know. That's just my take on on what you guys were talking about at that point, man. Well, Foster, we appreciate your uh, take on it. We appreciate your input, and you know. Thank you so much, sir. For Thanks for your... coming, Foster. We appreciate yeah, you joining yeah, the show. You. We really appreciate you there, Foster. Yeah. I mean, without you. The take on that is it's a, it's a professional take. It, yeah, it's was, just what we needed right there. Oh, it's so insightful there, Foster. Very insightful. I mean, you know, I am much, I, I am a much learned, much more learned man after hearing you speak. I just. Well, thanks for coming out on the show, Foster. And uh, yeah. it's been great to see you. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, you know, have fun with those Green Bay uh, Packers uh, fans. Get my and... finger on the button. You just pulled yourself before I could get to you. I figured you were gonna do <laughs> it. Rapidly struck me. I told you, man. I'm a visionary. I can see into the future. Oh, you're something. But but it's but I got a problem, man, because I'm a peripheral visionary. I see into the future, but off the both sides, so it's real blurry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, I'm just saying, um Foster, without you, we couldn't be who we are. Mm-hmm. You are you bring out the best in us and you bring out the best in retro because retro I want to date with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> retro is uh it's really your secret second account, isn't it? <laughs> You, you and Retro are brothers, aren't you? Tell the truth. They're the same yes. person. Yeah. The same person. Brothers. Yeah. Mm. See, see, look at how does he have exactly what I was thinking, man? Mm-hmm. Foster, PJ and Dan are liars. Just watch just watch their eyes. So that's why I, I hold my head like this. You can't see my eyes. <laughs> PJ. What the hell was that? He's winking at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> now we just hey. need Dan and PJ to say I am lying. All right, ready, PJ? We have to, we have to say it. Okay. I am lying. I am lying. There you go. That's it. I'm done. See you. I'm out. <laughs> he pulls himself. Well, it was nice, Buster. Here. Better yet, I love you. 
Oh, shit. I think uh, you are out of here. I guess it's just left with me. Oh, I'm not staying back there alone with him. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I wouldn't either. That's, <laughs> I never know what he's going to do. Starts rubbing your leg like, Buster, I love you. Should we yeah, bring him back? Him. Or was love that him too. Oh, we love you too, PJ. Oh, I wasn't talking to y'all. Oh. You thought I was talking to y'all? <laughs> I was talking to Retro. Oh. Just for that. Just for that. I thought it, it wasn't your sex doll that walked in the room. Your sex doll robot. <laughs> Pulls himself out. <laughs> are, you, are you okay? Foster over there choking to death and waiting. That's trying to crack you. Man. Golly, Foster, what's going on? And Bruce Chicago Bears fan right there. Shorty. I can't Hold tell on, you my secrets now. I cannot have a con private conversation with Shorty no more. He's telling people about my sex dials that I told him in private. <laughs> oh, wanna, I didn't know they were robots, though. I just assumed they were. That's can't tell him enough. information how to manufacture one myself. I'm too cheap to buy one. <laughs> I, can only imagine, I can only imagine what it looked like if he actually made one. Mark Kazak said, "Shorty, it'll probably, it may be, it'll probably end up behind the paneling too when I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> Who needs a sex doll when you can have when you can buy a fleshlight these days, guys? Walter, pull up the fleshlight advertisement. I'm driving to Wisconsin, man. Screw this shit. <laughs> Where's oh, cans? Man. I'm going to West Cans. Wisconsin. Go to Wisconsin. 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 Sin. Sin. Wisconsin. 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 Illinois playground, right? That's what they call it. That's what all the Wisconsinites call it. I just want to know, Foster. Do you do you own a van? Not anymore. Thank Dang. God. Oh wait, you know what? I take it back. Oh, they were onto him, PJ. I do. I do own a van, an old van, man. Exactly. That's what we're okay. So tell us more. Tell us I have, more. I haven't, I haven't driven it though in like five years. I got to. Uh huh. Tell us more. We're building okay. up a good I'm case against you. Incriminating yourself. Oh, man, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna end up in jail. Hey, building up a good case, there, buddy. <laughs> oh man. Mm hmm. You guys that, are awesome. That chat. was a great show, man. That was a great it's, show. It's a good thing I wasn't too involved, or it wouldn't have been. Hey, before we get off of here, let's let's see if the chat have any more questions for us because I know we didn't we kind of neglected them, so I apologize that we didn't get to a I, lot of you guys' questions. Coming, so coming. my apologies. I, I apologize to them in chat as well because I, the conversation was just um, going, you know, way yeah. too well. So, so my apologies, guys. Sorry. I wish, I wish Walter had sound his microphone Are you, no no more shake your head or nod your head no more sound no okay no more sound damn what the hell you went to the settings on the, down below walter check them out make sure your audio is all good you put us on mute that's what it was you put us on mute from the video that's what it was
You know, I, I have to. I don't know what it is. Can, can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you now. See, yeah. well, I have my uh, microphone array on my computer, um, but for some reason my headset one doesn't pick up. Well, you sound good though. Well, I want to say, dude, let's give everyone in chat, everyone, give Walter a round of, of applause for this is his first show producing. I said it, man. Bang up job, dude. Thanks. Man. So humble. Shorty wasn't fucking Thanks. back there fumbling around and shit. Everything went smooth until I opened my mouth. That's great. No, it's seriously, well, you did. You did. You've done a great job from Absolutely. day one of, of taking on this role. It's amazing. Like I know. I already, I already downloaded that. We're good. Like I'm damn, just saying, really? Foster, you said everything went smoothly until you opened your mouth. Is that what you said? Just, then his teeth got in the way, right? <laughs> a little less teeth, Foster. A little less teeth. Huh? What's up, Jay Grizz? What? Hey, who was Kenny? Did you see Kenny earlier? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was Kenny. yeah. Yeah, that was Kenny. Is that yeah. the same Kenny that you know or we talked about before? Kenny, well, I, I think Kenny Ray was the uh, the guest on BCP before, but if I'm wrong, if you're still here, Kenny, let us know. It was just Kenny this time, though. Just yeah. Kenny. What's up, Jay Grizz? Jay, Jay Grizz. Grizz. Yeah, we check out the Jay first Grizz. half of the show. It's been an epic show. Walt right. is our new producer. He's been producing it. We have uh, we had uh, uh, Glenn Morgan from NBC Sports Chicago on, and uh, Nick Rohde from um just another year chicago podcast jay it was it was it was awesome this was a great Swift show popped in. popped in so yeah here yes i'm sorry thank you yeah so you made in fact wasn't that crazy to see like uh glenn morgan from nbc sports chicago like can i ask swifty a question yeah like, um, of course you can yeah dude absolutely. please do. yeah we're all just people, man. And, and I, what. I real what I really like too was he was talking about if you can't you got learning something every day. I'm so yeah. I'm, this guy talks some stuff that I'm just so in tune with the stuff that he was talking about. I, I just I'm like, man, the only thing I when he said he had four daughters, I went, I got two and I'm going, wow, four? Yeah. Because boys are a little easier to handle, man. You you know, if you got anybody who's got kids, I won't say they're easier to handle, but they're easier to deal with at certain ages. But four daughters, man. What's Ooh, up, yeah. James Ford? That's some work. And and he had like he's not, so not professional. Kill, not killing people is what I mean. What I love about him is he's so professional. So you know we all were on our p's and q's tonight, and then he actually dropped the first f bomb like in the middle of the show, just without even yeah. without even thinking. So he like he felt that comfortable with us, which is you know which is awesome yeah. because I knew guy. that. I knew that we we could make we make our guests feel comfortable here, guys. I think that's what we do best, right? So it's anyone, a, it's all what you do in the green room, there, Shorty. In the green room, yes. Yeah. Before the show, you you get them ready. Good job. Lather them up a little bit, yeah. You're the fluffer. Yeah, the fluffer. Thank you. I'm, I'm the bass player. We decided we decided Walt is the drummer, right? 
I'm the bass player. You play saxophone, PJ. Foster is the lead guitarist. He's he's shredding Man. the Telecaster. Man. Not even a Stratocaster. You're playing a Telecaster. You got some blues in you there, Foster. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a singer. So, oh no, you're not. No, you think you are. I picked up a good. I picked no, up no, no, a no, guitar. No, 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 you're, no, you're the guitarist. You're the guitarist. Get out of here. No, no, singing. Thank, thank you, Walt. I hope you did that. Hey, welcome yeah, back, dude. Welcome back, Foster. Oh, so what were you saying? <laughs> His nose you're is trying to. You're a lead guitarist. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Look at we're it. an instrumental I got, band. I got a YouTube channel, and this guy's never looked at it. I bet. You ever look at Man. my YouTube channel? This Me, I'm fan? subscribed to it. I'm subscribed to it, you fucker. That doesn't mean you looked at it. That just means you subscribed to it. Of course yeah, I looked at it. I looked at all three things on there. <laughs> <laughs> There's four now. Okay, well. Wait, wait, wait. I saw all of them. I got the notification for the fourth one. Man. I didn't send it yet. So you got a you have you what's your YouTube channel about there, folks? I'm just curious now. What? What is your YouTube exactly. channel about? What? What? Wait, yeah, you're, you're like the politician that goes. You're like the politician that needs to buy time to come up with the answer. So he goes, "What? Wait, can you what? repeat wait, the question? You, what, what? The question, please." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, wait, can I can I just say that Mark Kazak uh, tweeted out on Twitter his favorite um, current Bears content. And we were number two on his list among CHGO Sports, Hogan Johns, um, Braggs in the Stands, Greg Braggs, and so oh, on. I appreciate and so it. Thank Mark, you, Mark. Seriously. And then we had like a little conversation, and he wishes he could move back to Chicago, get a job there. Like, me too. I would. I could go live there right now, but my wife won't. I, I, I try to beg her every day. Can we just go back there? I'm like, weed is legal, please. Man. But no, she won't do it. But thank you, Mark. Appreciate you, man. Uh, appreciate you, Mark. We got to get Mark on as a guest one of these times. Mark, you got to come on, buddy. Yeah. You got to come on. As a matter of fact, yeah. I want you to come on the same day that Retro comes on. Ooh. Don't, don't, don't do that to Mark. No. Oh, we're gonna blast retro. Oh no, retro's gonna come on at at a, at, at a shoot the shit time for like the last hour, like right now, and then we'll we'll just take all of his shit and give it right back to him when nobody's listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, see, even Mark says this is a great idea, man. I'm telling you, we got to get Mark and Retro on together. All right. Well, Mark, Mark if, if you would like to join the show, please, you know where to get us. Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. For anyone that's on audio podcasts that would like to join the show as well, Bears Country Podcast at gmail.com. Let us know. And you guys get to actually talk to me. Yeah. That would be um, be the best day of your life. You get to hear my well, questions. Well, come on, get on, get on this shit. <laughs> It sounded like you had to think a little bit there as you were talking, Shorty. He's, a, he's out of here. He's out of here. You just, man, get a chance to actually ask me. me. There you go. Thank no. you. Finally. I have I three the I, couldn't get, I couldn't get my damn mouse to the right one. <laughs> Wait. 
Let him start talking again and then pull him. <laughs> I'm bad. <laughs> but seriously, you uh, no PJ, great questions tonight. Oh, seriously, you, you, you are the um, the official question asker of the show. That's that's your job. Yeah. You know, I'm he good has at ways minute. of making people talk. Oh. I, I I didn't. Okay, I did say good job. Okay. <laughs> you know. Absolutely, man. I have great experience in asking questions. Uh, yeah. Did you steal? Did yeah, you steal? Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect that it just works out for you, and that you have the perfect position to ask our guests these questions. That look at the 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 look on Glenn's face when you asked him that question. He was like, he was like, "That's a great question." Yeah. And he went on about it yes. at, at length, which was awesome to hear about his story about how he, you know, totally. got to that. Yeah. Totally. So, totally love it, man. Keep up with the good the good work with that, you're, PJ. You're gonna see more of that now because people are gonna start copying it, PJ. Because it is interesting, man. I, 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 when I, what I said, I met these yeah. little these little backstory things on people. I think are part of the greatest, one of the best parts of this show. With these, we were, we went forty minutes before we talked bears with him. Yep. Well, I think I think the key. I'm gonna share this with everybody in the chat here. I think when it comes to talking to someone and interviewing honestly get them to relax and you relax by sharing something about you right. so you get them to you share something about yourself open yourself up lower your barriers a little bit then you'll be able to feel more comfortable in answering questions because like we said it's all about having a good time honestly we're just here to have a good time and we don't want everybody feel anybody feel rigid and feel all uptight relax have a good time man because we're just here talking football talking life because this show has helped so many people with issues they may be going through i mean even if they don't want to talk about it just being able to hang out with some guys and talk just guy stuff it's cool i'm not trying to discriminate against no women don't misunderstand me but guys being able to hang out and talk football and talk life and talk make jokes that's what it's all about for me man. yep that's, that's i mean it's that's that's Dead on, PJ. It leads me into this, too, because I keep forgetting to do it, man. If anybody's got a problem with mental illness, alcohol, drug abuse, gambling, sex, whatever addiction, there's help, man, and, and, and it works. I, you know, I, I want to do this every week, and I forget about it because it's it's something that's a very important, man. This, this can be a therapy. I mean, I don't know how many of us have talked about this being a therapy. I mean, I, I remember going through shit a few years back. Yeah. And just hanging on to these shows on YouTube during COVID, right. when everything was going to hell, man. I'm sitting here taking care of my dying mom, and I'm I'm sitting up in this room, and I'm just going, "Wow, thank God for Dan and Aldo what started it." And then I went yep. to Bar Flight Tailgate, yep. and then I'm watching everything though. That turned me on to everything. Yep. That's right. Because right. I had the time and, and and some a little bit of sense to know, man. I I do not need to be sitting in this room alone with everything that's going on in my life because this. Yeah, I, I was going. Yeah. I went through a like a, a divorce that a, a woman that I was with for almost twelve years, and she just started cheating on me with the guy at work, and I was in a bad state of mind. So I found a volunteer job at my local radio station, and then just did a three o'clock show on Wednesdays called the Road Show in Round Lake, Illinois, on Round Lake Radio, and it was 
the most therapeutic fun time that I've ever had made friends. It, it, it took, it took away everything. So if, if, you know, any of you, if, you know, this show is literally, it's, it's, we love to talk about the bears, but we love to talk about life, food, car, yes. music, whatever, just having fun, hanging out. Like, like you said, BJ, like yeah. guys, a bunch of friends yep. hanging out, hanging out together. And the main topic is, is bears. Yep. Totally agree. I've, I've had a terrible 24 hours. I, I don't even want to tell you guys what's going on. I'm not kidding you, man. I, I was sitting there earlier going, man, I don't I don't know if I want to do this tonight because just the things that are going on. Um, and I was like, man, I got to. I got to. I got to get the hell out of here. I got to get out of here and everything that's going on around me. And it was the best. It was the best. It was a great decision to make it, man. And not only that, my... My brother and my sister Linda, who comes on here, they're like, "Yeah, just go on and do it, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. You'll be better off." My best friend too. He's like, he goes, "Man, don't don't spail on it tonight. It's 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 like if I have a problem, that's when I need to go to a meeting more, right? Instead of sitting there by myself, going, oh, yeah, this blows. That sucks. Fuck Listen, you.' I've been plenty of moments where I didn't want to do this show. I'm like, I don't even, I don't have it in me tonight. But that's only because me and PJ are on it. I'm joking. No, I'm. It's true. Well, not because of I, me and see, PJ. Being, I think then it comes down to like you guys. Yeah. And seriously, you guys are what pulls me through to to make sure that this happens every week. You guys, seriously, and Walt now. You're part of the crew. Like, you guys are all, like, what makes this go around. Like, without you guys, it wouldn't happen. I, we're, I just, we're just having a love fest right now. It's okay, Mark. Things That's part of life, dude. I appreciate it. It's just, having, you know, man. Look at, I hope you're okay. Yeah. yeah. Hope your cough stuff is that bad, happened man. a month ago on the fork when you were in the hospital, man, I just hope you're doing okay. Yeah. This, stuff, this stuff's going to all pass, and it's going to work out the way God intends it to. And very little I can do about it. But, yeah. but the one thing I can do is is be there to, to I don't know, to, to listen to these people or whatever I can do. I can be there. You know, be present in that moment for the people that need it, that need it. And that's, you know, like you just said, I'm sorry, Foster. That's that helps, dude. That helps. Because I, I know you mean it too. That's the other thing, man. That's the other thing I love about everybody in this chat and everybody on this 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 uh our, our little screen here right now. It's, it's there's no bullshit. We know we can mess with each other like we've known each other 50 freaking years. But when it right. comes down to the real shit in life, I know I could say something and get a kind word or I wish I could help. I don't know what to do. What can I do for you? Yeah. And and, and a lot of times that's all people are going to be able to say. Yeah. But at least they yeah. were there for that moment when you're going through it. So everybody stay and, safe out there and encourage you. to Great keep show. Going. Great show, man. Lifting my ass up. When you're going through stuff, the key thing is to keep going. You know yep. what I'm saying? Yep. Just don't stop. Don't don't like Foster say. Get stuck in your own mind and overthinking stuff. Really, just keep on going, man. For real. Ask Retro. ask for help. Talk to somebody about it. Uh, PJ, you want to read Retro's uh, ten dollars super chat? Retro Music Network. Literally, my 14 year old daughter passed out in my lap a few hours ago because her friend may have tried to commit suicide. She was overwhelmed with grief. Luckily, her friend got help. And that's that's what I'm saying, guys. 
we don't know what other people are going through in your private lives. We really don't. So getting on here, talk, talking with each other, talking about football, talking about life, food, whatever, just talking with guys and having a place where you can actually let your hair down and be, and don't have to worry about being uptight. Just let yourself, you know, be able to speak your mind. This is where you can do it. And thank you, Retro, for sharing that. I mean, that's, that's tough right there, man. I mean, bless you got help. They're both okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's this, just, just cause you've gotten this far, it's not over. Right. Getting help, getting help is the first step in recovering from anything, man. I'm, I'm living proof, dude. I was down a road where I was going to have wet brain and I was just going to be there. It never yeah. happened because I, I seeked out, I sucked that. I got help, man. I got help. Yeah. Dude, you're Seriously, in a great though. place, Doctor. What? You're in a great place now. I, I am. It, it's taken That's like amazing. 15 years, dude, but it was well worth all of it. Yeah, I mean, I the fact that you and I, I wouldn't went, change any of the struggle that I had to go through to be where I am. You took me to a bar with all your buddies just to drink Sprite. I was impressed. The fact that you can still have that in your, like, you can still hang out with your friends in their, in their safe spot and not have to drink is a testament to your excellent will, the, your willpower that you have over this. It's amazing. It's, so. it's, not, it's not willpower because I tried willpower for 11 years, dude, and I just kept drinking. There's mm -hmm. more to it. It's a, it's a help network, uh, an inner peace, uh, a higher power that I that shields me. I, I've learned. People have taught me. I've spent countless hours talking to people about the problems, right. and I've learned so much because I paid attention to what they were saying, even when it was boring and I didn't want to listen to it. But this little voice, the good one, said, "Dude, just listen to these people. Take mm -hmm. their suggestions. If you do this." It's going to be okay. No matter what happens, it's going to be okay. Because yeah. most of the shit is just not that important, man. Most of the shit in life is just not that important. Walter, you I know, think that's the best time for you to start talking about your heroin addiction. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely, dude. His addiction's, his addiction's just not going so well. He hasn't been doing any. I know. Fixing. But no, really, I mean, to be honest with you, the show really did help. Me personally too, um, you know I'm very quiet. You know that. You all see that. But I mean, even just doing this is a huge step for me. I, you know, I deal with a lot of anxiety and a lot of shit I haven't unpacked. <laughs> well, and, we're here for you, man. You're part of yeah. the team, man. Absolutely. You, you you did a great job tonight, man. Excellent. I mean, yes. very proud of you from day one. I'm just going over things with you you've just like super impressed the hell out of me like you're on this shit you got it yeah, first, the first time you were on here i knew you were in dude i knew you were one of us so <laughs> besides my headset microphone not working it was pretty uh you know good night <laughs> yeah there's always going to be uh you know technical difficulties it's just a matter of figuring them out as they go along and you'll have it figured out next time oh how many times during? I wonder how many times during the day with this microphone. I wish this microphone wasn't working because of the shit that comes out of my mouth. Or the one in your head, like "Shut up, Foster." Yo, we can arrange that. You, I, I don't know. Look on Twitter, man. I went off today on Twitter. We can arrange that, Foster. I gotta tell you, you spell a lot better in chat than you do on Twitter. 
<laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure today, out. man, because I was just blasting shit today. I'm still trying to get catch it, hold it. He he makes his L's out of an I or an I out of an L or something. Yeah, is, made, that, is that your I sister made, right uh, tweets for you? The I out of an L. Because <laughs> it should work if you use a capital I. Uh, whatever. I do one of them back. Yeah, I get you. We get you. We get you. Yeah, yeah. It works. Can. It works on damn messaging. Why? Why the hell won't it work on X or whatever the fuck they're calling it these days? Well, do you guys want to end this love fest before we start dry humping each other's legs? I won't be dry humping your. That's legs. why we all different cities, bro. Right there. See, that's the reason. Right there. See, people may ask, why do we all? You know, why we are all separated like that? For that reason, right there. No dry humping. None. As a matter of fact. Me, Walt, and PJ make sure we stay away at least 500 miles away from fucking Shorty, dude. Man, I'm trying to tell you. Well, Foster, that's why I had to leave right after Taco Burrito King. I know you tried to take me out to the bar afterwards. <laughs> I was like, this guy's drinking fucking Sprites. There's something wrong with him. I'm out of here. You know, I, well, I was thinking about something the today, Mickey too. I gave you, but you didn't. You gave it to somebody else, then I had to smack her around. That <laughs> It was terrible. Huh. Laughter is a great cure, Brian Gilmore. Absolutely. It is. Go here, Walt. You was going to say Great show. Everybody stay safe. God bless everybody oh, in and oh, out of the rooms. Shut, shut up, Foster. <laughs> Walt's talking. Walt is talking. No, I was just thinking about something today. I was walking down the stairs, and I was thinking about the opening of the show, and you asked, uh, you know, Bear's Country, or is it? It's right here. It's in every single one of you in the screen and on the chat. Agreed. That, that, that's the real Bears country. You know? yep. There you go. That, perfectly said. I like that, man. We have to make that. Uh, we, have, like, we have to put that. We have to, die. We have to do something with that one. Make cheers that to point. you. Well, good. cheers to you. That was a well perfect said. way to end the show. I agree. It's, it's bear. See, a lot of people got misconstrued with the Bears country part of it. it I think you and Foster and PJ both said the same thing to me. Well, I always thought it was like Bears country. No, man, it's it's Bears country. You're in Bears country. You're in Bears country. I, That's I just what this thought, show is. I just thought I'm not watching some fucking hick talk about my Bears. <laughs> <laughs> PJ's up to go. I'm telling you. While I'm while I'm man. taking his. Wasn't ready for that one. What? That's exactly how PJ worded it to me, only much more politely. <laughs> well, you know me, dude. And that's exactly the same thing I said to my wife. I originally had a banner in the background that said, "You're in Bears Country." Where is you're it? in Bears Country? And so I had the. It was in the background and on the all the first it. shows. Go back and look at them. And so my wife said, "Well, why don't you just name it Bears? Because that's the only banner I had." She's like, "Why don't you just call it Bears Country?" You need to no, break I, that uh, freaking thing back out, dude. I'm serious. I wonder what happened to it. Uh, well, you know, I, I have to like hang it on the like this is just a flag hanging with the light right. behind it, but I have to hang it on the back wall. It's you, you would you don't even notice it. Well, so in you, fact, I, I've you know, seen it in your in a couple of the shows back in the beginning. Somebody said on the show, like, well, I like that background. Where'd you get it? I'm like, it's been there the whole time. It's just now I'm in a different location, so it's a little bit closer behind me, so you can see it better. Oh, okay. So it just never worked. That's why BCP works better. 
Yeah. But hey, did you guys quickly before we, we end the show how they actually named the See? here you go. Here you go. It's my fault now. See? You can add stuff, but I do it. Oh, there you go. You ready to take me off the show? See what I'm saying? Okay. Mr. Mr. Big Shot. Thank Mr. You. Jackass. Thank you. Appreciate that. Thank you. That's all right. Okay. No, I mean uh, that, that that the Bears changed their primary. Anyway, what I was saying was, see, that's what happens. You know, you, I want to get my chance to say what I got to say. Go on, Paige. Shut up, Dan. I'm sorry. Go ahead, PJ. <laughs> no, nothing, man. I mean, I was, I was just sitting here quietly. Are you done? Can I, can I talk? <laughs> that should be on load of crap. Not me. What he just said. <laughs> Nothing. I'm just sitting there quietly. That's a load of crap, but well played, Peach. Well played. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I, I have no questions to ask. All right. Well, never mind. I'm not going to bring it up again. Then forget about it. <laughs> you guys can fuck uh... off. You'll never know what I was going to talk about now. Although you might have an idea. Oh, but wow. you can think. You just think about it when you're going to bed. <laughs> $2. paying us $2 to end the show. Yeah, Great show. Big be, night. This, this, wait, that's got to be put somewhere that we actually got paid to end the broadcast. How many How many other podcasts has that ever happened to? It's got to be a first, man. Another first for BCP. It was a great show, and the guy still wants it over with. We can't even win when we win. Please, end this shit. But you know what, though? We still got 17 people in the chat. So thanks guys for hanging out with us. We want to thank Brian Gilmore, Doug Van Dorn, Mark Kazak, uh, Retro. Who else we got in this chat? Leo Factor. Leo Factor, yes. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Grizz, Jay Grizz? Jay Grizz, yeah. Jay Grizz for joining us tonight. Great seeing Jay Grizz, yes. Swifty, Kenny. Swifty, hanging out with us. You said Doug Van Dorn, right? Doug Van Dorn. You better say I in the next chat, damn it. James Ford. James Ford. Yes. James Ford. Thank Cliff you, James. Victoria. Yes. Mr. Mayhem 69. Good old Cliff. Mr. Mayhem. Yes. Mr. Mayhem. We love you guys. Retro. And Mark Kazak. Swifty, of course. Yes. Leo Factor. Leo one. Factor. I think this the longest I've seen Leo Factor hang out in a while there. He hung, up, he hung up for a pretty good while with us. Mo, Mo Beerman. Yes, Mo Beerman. Kenny, Kenny, thank you, Mo and Kenny. Now, I want to know is who that Best Kenny is. See. I really want to know who that Kenny is. Me too. Because I'm wondering, if, I'm wondering if it's my brother-in-law. Seriously. I'm, I'm wondering you. if it's Kenny who was on Probably not because he didn't make fun of me. But he's, I'm going to tell you who he was. I know who he was. Do you? It was Kenny. Oh, okay. How about Steve Phillips? Damn it, damn it, they killed Kenny. You guys, Steve Phillips. Steve Phillips. Thank you, Steve Phillips, with your $10 super chat. I got a, I got a question, too. I'm just going to throw these in because I think sometimes uh, Glenn Ma Morgan, he was in there, Glenn. He's, he, was he? He, he, answered the, he answered a bunch of stuff in our chat during the show. Oh, yeah, wow, thank you, Glenn. That's true. Very cool. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll see you now. Okay. So, 
like uh remember Bink the DJ? Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. Bink the DJ, because I did a I've been I've been going back and looking for people just to see who's Demand. Sorry, sorry, Demand. Thank you, Demand. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. But Bink the DJ started watching us in March on the bar room. Nobody caught really? that one. Okay. Lamond was in here. I didn't see him. I yeah, he him. was here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Robbie Andy. was in here too. Who Andy, was? Oh, Andy G. Andy yep. G's my buddy. For he's a Rams fan um, from Colorado. Chips Ahoy boy was here. Chips oh, Ahoy yeah. boy. Thank you, oh, Chips. Yeah, Vernon Roseman. Chipsy. Vernon. Yes. Old school. Vernon was on when I uh, got messed up man i saw his name and i meant to say it i didn't nobody said anything i didn't hear it yeah guy named pj he was in the chat too there somebody cares about pj huh so nobody cares about pj yeah that's what that's what shorty and walter besky were in there too a couple of assholes sons of bitches Uh, yeah that walt guy i don't know they're nice guys no, I don't know about that, Walt. No, Laz Heart yeah, Foundation have not been around for quite some time. <laughs> Robbie, Robbie was in here. Robbie, Robbie was in here. I said, no, I said that like two minutes ago. Damn it! Nobody listens to you, Foster. I know. I was just hoping that would change once in a while. You were mumbling, Foster. No, I Your said Robbie, is was, Robbie here, was in Foster. here. We, we always turn our heads. Did we say STC? Yes, yeah, I did. did. Yeah. Okay. No, I wanted them to see StreamYard was in here too, dude. See? Oh, StreamYard, man. Thank you for joining Thanks, us, StreamYard. Thank you for uh, coming in, StreamYard. Appreciate yeah. that. Appreciate you, StreamYard. Mm-hmm. And there's... Should we wrap this shit up now? Are we done? I'm still trying to shout out to the chat, man. <laughs> you know, I'm, I mean, I want people to feel welcome. We got you know everybody. That we they actually they, care about you. We do care about you. Like, DJ, shut the fuck up. You're like Foster right now. Who said that? Well, D- Demond says y'all sell up. See? We yeah. were just uh, thinking you for joining the show, Demond, because they're trying to end it. You but Mammy was here. See? You're right. Mammy. You didn't, man, see, Mammy was here. See, I didn't want to miss her. See? My Mammy. What? My yeah, Mammy. My Mammy. Mammy was the first quick second. Mammy. Yeah. Foster was mumbling and and he needs his diaper changed, Retro says. We got 15 seconds. We can end this at three hours and 45 minutes. Ready? Good night, everybody. Stay safe and God. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Tell your friends, like, and subscribe. Next week, Alex Zero. God bless. We'll see you next week. One, two, three. Bears. Bears.